1999, an awesome collective of dudes were deposited in Big Sky Country via the Uncle Sam Express, destined for adventures unknown. Faced with living in a maximum security social nightmare. Hey, you! Howdy, folks. Double J here, back again with another official hijacking of the Grizzlecast. That's right, folks of the interwebs, this is a Grizzlecast, so old Grizzle himself will be your pilot and your navigator for this here shenanigan-infused journey into the land of the garbage can, dude. And as you may have already guessed, old Grizzle himself recorded an intro to this here conversation, but sadly, it did not survive those focus groups. So... Folks of the interwebs, you all are in for quite a dandy of a conversation here. Old Grizzle himself and uh, Double J here, we delve into the mysteries of time travel, Cheetos, the multiverse, a couple more things, I think. Probably. I don't know. And uh, I believe last but not least... Uh, well, I can't forget this one. It's kind of the whole purpose of this here Grizzlecast, or what this here Grizzlecast turned into. That's right. That's why we called it the High Art Edition, because old Grizzle here comes up with an 18-year-old beef, apparently, that he's been harboring for, you know, nearly two decades now regarding an art competition that he lost to me, drawing one of our best friends in life, a fellow by the name of Double D., R.I.P. Double D, but this here conversation much revolves around that there drawing competition of our old buddy, Double D. So, folks of the interwebs, thanks again for joining us to get a little GCD. We'll catch you on the flip here with that uh, that conversation with me and old Grizzle. Wham! The probiotic does not? <laughs> then why does an antibiotic? Fix infection now. Doesn't the probiotics just try to keep you from getting certain types of things? Well, I think it just makes you poop better, doesn't it? Probiotics? I don't know. How much would you pay for a DeLorean? I wouldn't. What? If someone gave me one. What? What about this guy who's selling like, one for $27,500? Let me get like seven miles to the gallon or something. Well, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Let's see what this fellow is. This one is a 1981. That's a classic year for DeLoreans. You and I both know that. Don't be. No, there's such a thing as a classic lie. year don't for DeLoreans. What year was the DeLorean that they used in. Uh, Back to the Future. No, I wasn't there only like one year. There's like three years listed on eBay for sale, but I thought they only produced like one one or two years. I don't know about that. Yeah, it might have, too. Because <clears throat> when you remember he said on there, 
You made a right. machine out of a DeLorean? Well, first of all, there's no flux capacitor in this one, so already I'm not interested. Uh, but the what interior. Am I looking at here? Because it doesn't look like I can go back to 1955. Also, the interior looks like it looks nice, but it doesn't look comfortable. Oh, they have like a they have like a TV remote and a TV in there. I would need something to put what date I need to right. go back to and know like what date. Well, I instead was just in, at. instead of a flux capacitor, they have what appears to be a nitrous oxide tank there. Isn't it nitrous? Um, you tell me, bud. Well, they've got things that look similar to nitrous that gives extra voltage. Mm. Like um, to add on to your well, time out. Time out. Something here is radioactive. So there may be a flux capacitor here. And I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> you got me back. Well, <clears throat> it turns out you may be able to time travel for the price of $27,500. No, I can go. I can just get online and time travel. Find out how to time travel for free from that guy in Canada. <laughs> Wait, which, which guy? The guy that says that he made his car time travel. Come on, man. What is this? The Canadian guy. Canadian time travel guy? Yeah. Is he friends with MacGyver? MacGyver? The new MacGyver or the original? Well, let me ask you this question. Is the new MacGyver Canadian? Ooh, I don't know. All right, let's find that out first. New MacGyver. That's going to be very important here. New MacGyver. Is he Canadian? I'm going to say probably not, right? You're I mean, saying probably not? I mean, they got to stay true to the character, don't they? Well, I thought they just would usually try not to use a Canadian if they didn't have to. Well, here's the question. Is MacGyver Canadian? Ooh, the character. Yeah. We know that Richard Dean Anderson, he's Canadian. I'm going to say no. No, I think you're right. I don't think he was Canadian. I want to say he was from, like, Indiana. His name was, uh... Richard MacGyver? No. They had an entire episode about it. Magnus? Was it Magnus MacGyver? Magnus for Magnuson MacGyver. <laughs> he also competed in the world's strongest man, is what you're telling me. Which I'm guessing Will Ferrell's son will do someday, because he's a Magnus. Nice. Richard Dean Anderson slams CBS reboot of MacGyver. Well, thank you, Dick Dean, because I agree with you on that one, bud. Why? What? Why you haven't even seen it? I don't have to see it. Well. Name one name one thing you're like, oh, I wish they would make a remake of that, because I really hope to see a remake of that. Lost. Stop it. I love the first one so much. Can you imagine if they tried to make it again? I could imagine, honestly, because I can't imagine how they got so many seasons out of the concept. What? Because they never answered any questions ever, and they just kept So basically what you're telling me is they applied the Gilligan's Island concept of television to the show that they called Lost. Well, they got off the island, and they wanted to go back. Yeah, but at the end of every Gilligan's episode, they almost get off the island, or someone almost comes saves them, and nothing ever gets answered. And from what you just said to me, that sounds like the series Lost. Uh, did you know there's an episode where there's... Uh... <clears throat> Tribes people. I I just gotta tell you, I just became a bigger Richard Dean Anderson fan here. I mean, I don't. I was already contemplating cutting my hair into a Richard Dean Anderson mullet. He's no Scott Bakula, but what? You bite your tongue. Scott Bakula could not 
could not even hang with, with MacGyver. Yeah, right. His name was Angus, by the way, See, not Ma Magnus. Oh, Angus. Okay. Yeah, right, because he's in there trying to fix something with uh, a paperclip and a rubber band. <coughs> uh, and Scott Bakula just goes back in time and makes sure that it just doesn't happen. Dude, Mac you're not going to sell me on this. MacGyver's a complete badass. I'm uh, more of a... Uh... More of a Sam. I used to VHS record MacGyver episodes because they were on during my Cub Scouts nights. Nice. So I had to VHS record MacGyver. This is long before DVR. I was a dedicated MacGyver fan. I remember watching it and liking it. But nothing like I liked the Quantum Leaps. I See, I got into Quantum Leaps later thanks to my cousin. She told me about that. but Well, if you give me time travel in yeah. any form I'm whatsoever, at... I'm in. Yeah, me too. I like time travel. I even stuff. like the, the movie, the new movie, The Dude. Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine? No, we're not new to us, just the remake of it. That was in like the 90s, maybe early 2000s. Yeah, starring John Cusack and Rob Corddry. Hot, no. Hot Tub Time I Machine. I want to say the chick from Avatar was in it. As one of the night people. Zoe something? Kravis. Saldana? Oh yes, that one. That Zoe. Yeah, I think she, I want to say she was in it maybe. So, I don't know, Rosario Dawson? Rosario Dawson? What are you calling this Rosario film? Dawson. I want to say it was The Time Machine. Who else is in it? The Dude. The Dude. Um, Lebowski? No, not the actual dude. Just a dude. So not specifically the Look dude. The We're just machine. saying a dude. I bet it's somebody. Time out. I'm, I was just looking up Canadian Time Traveler. Give me a second here. Now oh, i got to look nice. up something else. Canadian Time Traveler. What else do you want me to look at here? Um... Because I'll look at it. Well, that's what we just talking about. Scott Back. Oh, the Time Machine movie. Why don't you scoot a little bit closer so I don't... There you go. I don't know if that's... No, you just kind of have to be speaking across here. The Time Machine movie. Time Machine movie. All right, all right. All right, all right. I'm good with the names when I'm... I'm no, I'm picturing a Time Machine movie with Paul Walker... I, that is timeline, I believe, from the uh, Dean Koontz book. Oh, that was a Dean Koontz book. Wasn't I it? believe so. Or no, no, not Dean Koontz. It was the Jurassic Park guy, Michael Crichton, I believe. Hmm. Oh, this is starring Guy Pierce. Who that? Who that is? Memento guy. Oh, it is that guy. He just looks a little different. I've never seen this film. It's not bad. It's a remake of the original and the from the classic book. Nice. I see Jeremy Irons is in it. He's my second favorite Die Hard villain. Nice. He's my second favorite Irons. Who's your first? Uh, Michael. Is that real? Michael um, Irons? Oh, that's Iron Mike. My bad. Iron Mike. I like Iron Mike. You were wrong, though. That's That girl does look like Zoe Saldana. But Who is it? Her name's Samantha Moomba. Let me see. What is? Let me see this. Girl. I'm bringing her up here. Samantha Moomba. Sounds more like Roomba. Oh, man, that was the Zoe Saldana before she came, I guess. Uh, well, first of all, they're claiming this girl's Irish. By the looks of her, I'm going to say fictional. Very oh. fictional. They've made that up. She may have been, well, she may have been born. She looks like she was born in Dublin. Dublin. But uh, I'm going to go with her heritage. Not very Irish if she looks like Zoe Saldana. I got a question. Say I'm on vacation oh, with yeah. my Her wife. folks are from Zamiba, Zambia. 
I'm sorry, her father's from Zambia. That must be where she gets the uh, the hue from. Okay. If I'm if you're if you're born in another country, even if your parents are American and they're American citizens and they're on va- vacation or something Whoa, for work. Time out, bro. Time out. We're, are we time traveling still? No, I'm just wondering. Could they be? Could they be president? Are they considered a citizen? Nope. Nope. Run that back. What do you got for me? So American citizen parents. Yep. On vacation or maybe on in another country on job assignment. Okay. And they have then the woman has her kid. That is a no go as far as the kid being a citizen now. I mean, it sounds like that would be a citizen, right? Yeah. They're just on vacation. Right. But isn't it just where you're born? Because that's what it is for. I feel like they just make up. Come over here, right? I feel like they just make up rules like that because I was going to say Tom Cruise, but I think his name's Ted Cruise. Was born in Canada. To an American mother and a Cuban father, but yet he he's a natural born citizen, or yet claim, at least claims to be. So then, uh, people that come over here that are of a uh, something else, right, and have their kid legal or illegal, would that illegal, illegal? So say like even say that. Say some Canadians come across the border. You say it illegally have a kid here. We consider that now an American citizen. First of all, I think uh, in this scenario, I believe Canadians would look very poorly upon this scenario, as if that was like... Like they don't want to come here? Yeah, like they're above that. They're above Um, bringing their kid into the United States to have birth to that kid. Good for them. We don't want them anyway, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Let's just say they do. Let's say two of them are like, (coughs) man, we really love America. We We love Blossom, the TV show. Right. And I really want to just go down there and live like that. And then they sneak up. Wait, Blossom was Canadian? No, I'm just saying it was. They really liked Blossom. Oh, I gotcha. Because I mean, it was a, It was on after Fresh Prince, so that's why. Well, it, it had a favorable time slot. Yeah, it was on after Fresh mm-hmm. Prince, and it had the Joey. Well, I mean, he Whoa. had a favorable time slot. Yeah, I mean, he was feeding off those Will Smith laughs with his woe business. Yeah, it was good. It was a good one. I and do it, remember thinking Six was pretty hot, though. Um, yeah, where, what happened to her? She went on to be on a couple CW shows, I think. Mm. Maybe BET sitcoms. Right. But, uh... Is this supposed to be your Canadian time traveler, this fella? I... No, no, that's not who I'm talking about. I'm looking at a picture with a... I think they're calling this the hipster time traveler. Okay, well, I've seen people that say they've actually been... That's supposedly a 1940s photo. I don't know. Yeah, there's a dude. There's I've seen a guy that says he's time traveled. He actually took the some more. Um, I know who you're talking about. To Abraham Lincoln. I know exactly who you're talking about. That guy is Looney. He, and he shows you this tunes. is me. He's, like, yeah, me he's right Looney here. Tunes, dude. Have you? How do you know? Look he's at time him. Did you look at him. Did you look at him? Yeah, he looked Looney. Andrew Baziago was his name. Was that was that his name? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember his name. I don't even remember where I saw him. Like, what I saw well, that First of all, I can't find your Canadian fellow, but I'm going to look up Andrew Balsiagos. Baziagos, maybe? Balsamic. Balsamic. There we go. I was spelling it wrong. It's like uh, V. Uh, Balsamic. Balsamic? I think it's called a European ball hammock, and that's what they call thongs over there. 
Speedo style. Yeah. Confessed time traveler Andrew Baziago is running for president. Nice. Knows he'll win because he's a time traveler. Well, yeah. He's going to definitely <laughs> win. Here we go. <laughs> Andrew Baziago, a practicing lawyer and advocate for single-payer health care who believes in Sasquatch and thinks Trump is crazy. Hey, I like it so far. I like what this guy has to say so far. This guy's running for president, dude. Hey. Self-proclaimed time traveler. Uh, has it been proven that he's not a time traveler? Well, here's the thing. How are you going to prove that? Exactly. How you, how you, no, but I'm saying, what are you, what are you implying that he, that he proved this? He showed a picture of himself in the past. Yeah, well, he showed a picture of the past and claimed to be a man in the photo. Boom. <laughs> I can show you photos of other people from the past that look like celebrities. That's always funny, but that doesn't mean that these celebrities time traveler. time travelers. Nick Cage time traveler? Wasn't he one of them? Ooh. He would. Maybe it was his brother Vic Cage that was time traveling. Only it's not the other one, Rick Cage. That dude's a dick. <laughs> now they're triplets. <laughs> they were they were just identical twins. Now they're triplets. So I saw yeah, them. this is the same guy. He says among the highlights of Baziago's time traveling exploits, hearing Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. If people on listening to this cannot see me giving Grizzle a little stroking motion with my hand as I read this, jealousy. Uh, first hand when he traveled back to 1863 at the tender age of 10. 10? 10. 10. Wait a minute. Why is he traveling at 10? Exactly. You don't entrust some stuff to a 10-year-old. Exactly. He's going to be like, oh, let me go wander off over there. Looks yeah. at What's going on over here? Next thing you know, boom, TB. He's done. Done. Uh, yeah, buddy. I don't know what to tell you other than this guy's full of it. Well, now I'm just saying he's a liar. Right. But I do believe that time travel is great to watch and read about. Oh, I love the fiction of time travel. I would love it to be real. I love time travel. I just There's a new show coming on that's about time travel. Is it called Sliders? Timeless, I think. Timeless. Yeah. Uh, someone trying to go back and switch stuff up. And then these other people go back and try to stop them throughout different times. And the, I saw the one person was talking to the other person. Like the person from the future was talking to somebody in the past. And they was like, I'm Dr. Dre. Like Dennis Quaid frequency style? That's a good one. Although I don't... Dennis Quaid, James Cavell? Right. Yeah. From the... Uh, yeah, Jesus. Jesus, yeah. 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 Jesus oh. and Dennis Quaid were talking to each other through a radio over time. Is yeah. Is because I think it was the uh the uh Aurora Borealis or Oh, the Bori Borealis, all right. All right. I think it was because of that. So when that comes out, Jesus can talk to you on the radio. As long as you're Dennis Quaid. Right. <laughs> Dennis Quaid's butthole time traveling somewhere into inner space. No doubt, no doubt. Anyway, and then because I don't remember what we were talking about. Yeah, I 
Taco Bell puts Cheetos on stuff now, apparently. Cheetos? That's what they said. Chester Cheetah. I'm a big fan of the... I don't know if anybody, if you guys remember the Paws? Cheetos Paws? I don't remember those. That was a, I was a pre, pre-diabetic fat kid in the 90s. We need it. Do you have some in the other room? Is that why you ran off? I wish. Those things... Uh... Did you just time travel to 1993 and locate some Cheetos balls? Right, was it? It might have been further back than that. Cheetos balls. So, it was like a... Almost like a mix between Cheetos... Like crunchy Cheetos and like Cheeto Puffs. Right, right, right. Delicious. I don't remember that. Delicious. I would get them every single time. Didn't Pepsi, the folks ever at Pepsi bring back clear Pepsi? Did they try to do that? I feel like they did. That's stupid of them. Cause that, it wasn't good. It didn't taste like Pepsi to me. Uh, I don't recall the taste. I just recall not liking it. And I'm a Pepsi guy. Now, however, there used to be a chocolate Coke that was produced by one of the, like, tea manufacturers. I want to say, like, don't quote me, but I feel like Arizona tea people made a chocolate Coke in a bottle, and it was phenomenal. (laughs) But I don't remember stuff like what clear Pepsi tasted like. But it was around that same time frame where people getting real wild with Cokes. Right. Like let's well we got the cherry. What else can we do with this? Yeah, it got out of control. Let's hey, let's take the, myself, let's take the color out. I myself even think the vanilla is too much. I've always been. A cherry I don't do guy. vanilla, so I I'm, I'm a chocolate fella. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't. I don't Wasn't know. a euphemism for anything. I literally just like I mean, chocolate. I just I will have sex with the, uh, any any at this point. So are you going with that? Nice. Chocolate. Uh, chocolate? White chocolate. Um, Asian chocolate. I don't know what type of... I don't know where we're going with that. But what do we have on docket? Here's a question for you, Grizzle. What do we have on docket for the Grizzle cast? What are you, uh, what are you talking about here, fella? Well, same as, same as always, stuff I've been seeing, things I've... I've been doing. You see a lot of stuff. I uh, I haven't been traveling as much lately, but that's usually where you 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 run into some good conversation starters for later. Sure. But I've uh, I have not been traveling that much myself lately. However, I am on the DUI fitness program. Are you familiar with that? Drink under. No, DUI fitness program being that folks who get a DUI lose their driver's license and have to walk everywhere. Okay. I'm on that program. I don't have a DUI, but I just like to walk places. I, I call it the, the DUI fitness program. The, uh, so are you saying like, oh man, I want some Taco Bell. I'm not saying that you go to, go to Taco Bell normally. But right, Oh right. man, I want some Taco Bell because you're close to a Taco Bell. I'm close to lots of you things. Just walk up, you just walk up there. I can just go up there and look at it. So you're like, 
I need to go to Sam's and get a paper. Uh, paper yeah, I mean, I walked. To, I walked to places. Sure. I you was know, walking down the. We don't have to do that. No, I was walking down the road the other day though, and let me ask you this one: Have we gotten to this point already with this whole apocalypse, this Pokemon Go apocalypse? Oh, I hate it. Oh, I'm not a fan. Not a fan at all, Johnny. But have we gotten to the point where an an adult such as myself can't walk down the road and cruise his music playlist while walking down the road? Without someone assuming that I'm playing Pokemon Go. 100% you're playing it. Apparently that's where we're at in life because I was walking down the road just the other day and someone yelled, I mean this is Claremont County, Ohio, so I mean we're not talking about very progressive folks for the most part. But someone Did yelled, you get hate crimes? Uh, I mean, essentially, yeah, but I'm not, I don't fall within that demographic to actually get hate crimes, so it doesn't, I guess it doesn't quantify. it still counts. But the guy yelled to me, uh, quit playing Pokemon, faggot. And I just had to laugh. That's a hate crime. I mean, I had to laugh because I was like, is that what people are doing in life too? We're assuming that everyone who's on their phone now is playing Pokemon Go, A. For sure. And B, we're going to hate crime about it. Is that what you're telling me? That's a hate crime? I feel like where you were at, you, you got off a little lucky with what actually <laughs> right? happened. I was like, there's there's a good chance I could have been beat, is what you're saying. Right. <laughs> it was daylight, so I guess that's what helped, probably helped me. Yeah, that will help. No, it's, um, because people are getting hurt doing that. Uh, well. They're like running into the, walking into the street. And yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't know if this is. I think it just weeds, out the, weeds out the tar balls and the mouth breathers. But the tarred ball, like, there's also people that aren't that are playing that game that I don't know. Are you sure? Can't, what, like, is there has to be a better thing to do, but even just with that same software. Yeah, I recommend, and I think I sent this to you via Twitter already, the, the Pokemon Go people need to develop somehow and to incorporate Bigfoot into that software. Bigfoot would be and good. then then we'd be finding your Bigfoots tomorrow. Bigfoots would be real good ghosts. Go we find goats tomorrow too. Um, vaginas. Right off the rim, missed it. That'd be a good one. Uh I don't think those have already been found. Oh I just meant for personal Ooh. use of for ourselves. Oh I think you're gonna have to Remove yourself from the house. What did happen to here? To, oh, yeah. to locate to locate any of these things. The Bigfoots, the vaginas, the, the goats. Right. Which, I'm alright with doing that for all of them. Even though I've only been around one that's real. Ooh. Guess, Not like one. Guess which one. Right. And it wasn't like only. And it wasn't the goat. And it wasn't just only like one time. There was many times, many others. Just to clarify. Just, yeah, get that out. <laughs> I gotcha. But not. I'm, to I'm the, tracking. Not to the point to where like it's disgusting though. Right. Like I'm a I'm a mid range number. <laughs> you move faster. Move faster. If we could time travel, maybe we could time travel back and move past that. I'm just saying. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like the, oh, you know, oh, look at him, but I don't want to be like the, oh, look at him. Well, yeah, I mean, did you look at it? Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, I think, uh, I think we can do a, a little better. There has to be something, maybe like, uh, some way for the person 
that's using that program to make some type of money. Well, I mean, if they had Pokemon Go 10 years ago, dude, they would have found Bin Laden, like, in two days. Well, that's something to where I feel like, could we, couldn't we have actually just found him in a couple days anyway? I mean, if we had an app where everyone was searching for Bin Laden, Pokemon Go style, I'd imagine. So, I mean, he, didn't he, like, I feel like, I'm not even sure that they, when they said they killed him, Bin Laden is actually when they killed him. Oh, I don't think that for a fact at all. <laughs> like, I feel like he was either dead a long time ago. Or might might not be. Oh, uh, I think it's very telling that Bill Cooper predicted it with using Bin Laden as the culprit of the... A couple months, right? The 9-11 affair. Well, like uh, a couple months. Yeah, I feel like June to September-ish. September-ish? September-ish. September squish. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a good one. Squish. That's a good one. I don't know. I feel like it was just too weird for everything that we can do. We couldn't find this guy. Uh, there's 17 conflicting stories of how that all went down. None of which make any sense. All of which conflict each other. I mean, look how 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 quick we find everybody else. Like. These people that are doing these Well, that's not necessarily true because there's been a, there was a fellow just last week who was a m former most wanted fellow on uh, wanted for murder, murder, death, kill, right out of the state of Florida, but they've been living in North Carolina for twenty years. Yeah, but how much were they really looking for him then? Well, uh, that's a good question. I mean, there was if you're asking if there was an active manhunt, no, there was probably not. An and then when you get manhunt. to be that far along, if you're not putting out pictures every single yeah, day, yeah, there's no one actively on the case anymore at that point. So I it would take a what an rerun of yeah, the mysteries. But if they included that guy in the game Pokemon Go, we could find him pretty quickly. But see, they, I don't know. I don't know if it would be able to work that way. What do you mean it wouldn't work that way? How would we be able People to find the Pokemons, why can't we find the terrorists? Yeah, but the Pokemon are put there by just like a, some type of program of certain okay, amount well of then have the terrorists check in so we know where they're at and we can go But catch I mean, them. don't we know where they're at? Let's you tell real. me. Don't we know where they're at? You, really? tell, me, you tell me, fellas. I think so. You tell me. We can't be this advanced in everything. What else would we do if we weren't chasing folks? So just get, chill and enjoy what the, what this is. Find me a point in history where that has occurred. I mean, how great would that be? You turn on the news and they're like, uh, "Well, nothing today, guys." Uh, you know, <laughs> here's the here's sports and weather, but after that, we're gonna just start your regularly scheduled programming, and you're gonna have 17 hours straight of King of Queens. Yeah, no one would buy anything. There'd be no consumption. You know, there well, you would, there you would, would be, buy it as you need it. Okay, there there would be a consumption on the level in which the people that, that need consumption at an increased level want it to be. Look here, man. It's I'm all about yeah, but it's all cyclical. There's so always money going around in circles. If the money doesn't go around in circles, then people get upset, Grizzle. People get really upset. But we could easily stop that. Who we just. 
We're not, a, dude. We're not a superhero duo. If that's what you're inferring. Yeah, we're like one. What's your super? What's your what's your superpower? Our powers combined. Dude, I tried out. I I thought I had superpowers. I tried out for the Olympics, but apparently being a, a cantankerous long-haired yokel is not an athletic achievement. Oh man. So we both failed there. I think they have that. Those Olympics are held in Georgia. The one. That, that was okay. Okay. It's the redneck Olympics. Ah, well, I'll check. I'll check them out next. I saw that on uh, Honey Boo Boo. Uh oh, Honey, more like Honey Doo Doo. What do you uh, What do you doodling over there, guy? Oh, I actually just wrote Boo Boo. Boo Boo Doo Doo. With some stuff on it. What uh, What do you got there? What are you doodling there? Is that a monkey? This is a monkey. That's a monkey on an SLS Las Vegas notepad. <laughs> Can I see that? Got that from the hotel. That's awesome. Is it like a barrel? It looks like a barrel of monkey. It's weird. I don't know. That whole hotel was weird, though. But it looks like a barrel of monkey. You know what I mean? Like the, the game Barrel of Monkeys? Oh, it does, definitely. I was also thinking like the uh, monkey from Night at the Museum. Oh, you didn't draw that? You just traced it? Yeah. Bro, you're a tracer? Well, I didn't say I drew it, did I? I mean... You said doodled, and I thought you can... <laughs> I mean, that's a very... I inferred that you drew that, and you clearly now I'm discovering you did not draw that. Well, you can see it, right? Well, I, I can see, see that now, that you, after you've already inferred that you drew that. It's just tracing over the lines. Like, it's like the movie Chasing Amy. I can you, do like bro, this you're a tracer. And take more credit for it. <laughs> and expand it a little bit. I don't, I'm still not giving you credit for that drawing, Grizzle. Not gonna no, do it. Got, like, hair. Hey, look, it wouldn't be prudent. I'd do it. I'd get credit, but you know, drawing contest stuff—that's uh, not really where you. Uh, that's precisely what. Where you hold up? That's your precisely end where I excel. What are you talking about? You've got some pretty. First of all, I'm glad you brought this up because I already had decided that the cover art for this Grizzle cast was going to be my uh, ice cream dream that I just colored it Grater's ice, ice cream. Ice cream dream. If you recall, my Grater's ice cream dream was actually just a town sign of Welcome to Waterbury, Vermont, home of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Sorry, Grater's. You got solid ice cream, but you're not B&J's. But that's going to be your, my, your cover art here is my, my, my very colorful drawing. And with the green mountains in the background... And even the aliens are coming to get some Ben and Jerry's ice cream. That's how good it is, folks. I'd rather have someone else's. <laughs> hey, man, Graders asked me what my ice cream dream was. I gave it to him flat out. I like. The, I'm being honest. My ice cream dream would be that a uh, drawing contest be judged fairly, <laughs> not biasedly by. Uh, Someone who, first of all, nothing gives them the right to be able to judge a drawing contest. First of all, this is an 18-year uh, drawing contest grudge that you're clearly holding against me. When, when you know just as well as I do, Grizzle, that I won that contest fair and square. Uh, I'm a better, dude, I was a better artist that evening. I, I mean, I'm not saying so. overall, I'm just saying I'm that a, evening. There was two drawings, and I remember the first one, I remember let's, thinking like let's, you got me. I don't remember what we drew. Let's be honest one. and and to describe the scenario as it was. Uh, well, we were at a random girl's house. Which our friend Shabbat, I think, was dating at the time. Definitely was dating. Okay, but I feel like... 
I don't remember her name. I don't. It's either. not. It's not really important. But it was out like in the country. It was definitely in the country. No, and there's no parents were home thing. Yeah, we were we were probably what seventeen. Yeah, and I believe it was said. And well, and our not you because you didn't work there, but the manager from my work was with us. Which he was I, for a little bit. I always thought was weird when he would hang out with us because again we were seventeen and he was. I worked for the guy at an Italian restaurant. How old really was like? How old was he though? Like I feel like now being older, he really probably wasn't as that much older than us. He was 24? six years older than us, or five years older than you, and six years older than me. Okay, so that's not too bad. No, uh, uh-uh. no, not at all. But that evening, uh, Mister Double D. Came over and we decided to, uh, that was my manager, we decided to have a drawing contest. Wasn't a decided. Let's, let's first of all, <laughs> we were outside on the back porch, uh, you know. Random pulling, house, random back porch. Pulling a ribbon run. Couple, couple, three ribbon runs. And uh, we had inside. That was what we did at the time. Just, just high as a uh, kite. Just looking down on stuff. Got we got real GCD with it. And uh, I remember there was a big deal because the dog got in or got out. There was an animal involved. And there was I, someone and was upset. Is, and I'm like, well, wait a second. You didn't tell me the rules before I got here. You right. can't get upset with me about it. And I felt like for some reason, because I didn't work. At Fazoli's, so I didn't. Ooh, talk now to we're that dropping girl. the name of the restaurant. Well, is it even a? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> so it, it, I didn't work there, and that girl who lived at that house did. Sarah B. So uh, she's I feel uh, like she didn't. She's like into me. women now. She well, does women now, not men. Good. Just to, I don't. I think Shabbat. Not saying he did. I'm just saying I think it was right after that. Well. That, you know, men and judging art competitions are two things she shouldn't do. <laughs> okay. Cause, I thought she judged the art competition extremely fairly. Uh, she held that dog getting in or out. I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> against me, somehow. Okay. Because that's, my, that's my, the theory you've created in your mind to, and, to explain that you just happened to lose in an art competition that evening. Well, first of all, when we were told to draw a picture of... Double D. Yeah, the man, the man, the myth, the legend. Double D. I feel like, I was like, oh, Josh's one's in camo. It's too cooler. When I'm like, what? No, it's not. First, it's because it's just in camo. Because it wasn't as good. First picture, it was good. We should have had a third picture draw. draw. Wait, wait a second. So, what was the original challenge? I don't remember the first picture. Because you're claiming we drew, I don't remember drawing a first picture. We drew a first picture. And you're telling me I won that as well? So, that was the overall thing. They said, we can't tell. You what was the first picture of? I don't remember that one. Because I remember drawing the Titanic in an iceberg. Oh. But did I draw that in the background of the Double D photo? It might have been. The Double D picture? Because here's what I remember, and I, and I I might be combining two different drawings. But I remember you challenged me to a, a drawing contest. Sarah B. recommended that it be of Double D. And I said, perfect, I'm a big Double D fan. He, at the time, he had just... Uh, if you don't, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but he had taught me to joining the military. Okay. Circa around that time. So I drew a picture of Double D, former Marine sniper, of wearing, I think he was just 
rocking no shirt, just some dog tags, right? Like six pack, like you know, camo pants. I I made it. I made it favorable oh, to right. the judges. You know what I mean? Right. I very inferior picture to mine, though. Yes, correct. It, is what it wasn't. Was I mean, the dude was buff, but he wasn't as buff as I had drawn him in the photo. It was definitely a caricature of, of Double D. But I, for some reason, I remember drawing the Titanic hitting an iceberg in the background. Okay. And there was some sort of air aircraft dogfighting going on. That's what your picture on. was doing, was going down in flames because mine was so much better. What did you, I don't remember your drawing because it was that inferior to my he drawing. He was uh, in his fazolis. So that's where you went wrong, dude. You got to draw him in his glory. Oh, oh this it was. It was in the fazolis <laughs> outfit. And but it was not at fazolis with like a uh, like I want to say like a four foot bong stretching out like a saxophone. Oh, dude, that's a solid photo. I mean, that's a solid drawing. And uh, that uh, that girl that was there was against me from the get-go. Tried to get me to lay in nothing but dirt and grime <laughs> on that bed. That was ridiculous. I remember that. I'll just pull out the, the little spring bed under the day bed thing, and I pull it out, and it's just covered in hair. Yeah, because we, we weren't planning on crashing there. We ended up flopping out there. No, we ended up leaving because the bed, though. Well, but, yeah, but we had not intended to stay there to begin with. I hated that girl. <laughs> Gosh. Her oh. friend was cool. Her friend was Who was her cool. friend? Oh, no. Uh, Kennedy messed with her. You mean Greg Anderson? Greg Anderson. <laughs> I don't remember her friend. Yeah. We went and picked him I up. I do remember Greg Anderson. We went and picked him up at their... Uh, Homecoming game or something. Yikes. I, I remember way too much about high school stuff, bro. Right. It's kind of sad sometimes to me. It helps me, though, because I don't remember that much stuff. But I do remember completely dominating you in an art competition. Well, that's false. Definitely false. Just by the descriptions, anyone listening to this is going to understand that I won because what what does your background have, dude? What was going on in your drawing outside of just the original uh, Double D drawing? A house. We were in a house. That's what it was. Our double D drawings were too were too close. We had to add more to our drawings. That must have been why I went really aggressive and added the Titanic. Which, ooh, Titanic. Well, it was right around the time the movie was out, so I was trying to... Again, I was playing to the judges. I had I had hey, to play to D, double D, and I had to play to, to No Sarah one loves B. the movie Titanic more than me. Well, you and... Uh, yeah, that's true. You probably not. You I had a, a Titanic You are a party. big Titanic fan. <laughs> when my mom got home. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Double, di- or <laughs> double VHS. We uh, had people over at one point. We were throwing ice at each other. To, to reenact the scenes of Titanic. It was, um, it was unfortunate. It was great. And that song. Mm. I uh, I actually fell asleep during the at the theater during Titanic, and if you recall, uh, I don't remember the fellow's. It's actually packed. I don't remember the fellow's name. Not Leonardo Te- DiCaprio. No, no, he worked there at the theater. He was one of the guys with the flashlight. I played soccer with him. He was friends with my brother and Tony P. I don't remember the guy's name. I I worked there. I should know. That's what I'm saying. Is I think his name was Chris. Mm, I don't know. Okay, well, you—he's really super easy to forget. But anyway, he—I uh, he, remember him shining the light in my face and like wake me up during the movie because I was sitting on the end of the row. I'm like, "You're awesome, dude! Thanks for being this awesome." No, 
way. He's having a good nap here. You know what's weird is I don't know. I saw that movie with a girl, but. You don't remember which girl? I, I've actually gotten myself in trouble with two girls thinking I saw it with That's them. a good mystery, my friend. Michigan. Give me a second. Oh, man. That's a good mystery. When, what, what so we're talking that? circa 96, November 97? of. We're, I think we're talking November of 1990. We got it. Why are we guessing? Let's just Google it. Ah, well. It came out in 98, right? I hate always Googling everything, but... I don't. I love... I love doing that. Love the Google. Let's see here. What have we got? RMS Titanic. 97. Nope. 97. Booyaskis. So 17. It's close what, to what, Christmas. What date did it? Uh, I remember it was a wintertime movie. It was December 19th. Okay. Well, I thought it was Thanksgiving. Okay. So I was, uh, I was 17. So we're talking junior year. It would have had to be. I remember who it was. I think now. I I think it was a ran, like a completely rando for you though, wasn't it? No, it what, was. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't your old go-to, was it? It's Jaime. Oh, was it? It was Jaime. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you were on round two. You were on round two with her. I was later. working at the. I was about. No. And she was working at the theater with you. Was I working there? <laughs> yeah, I was working there for that because they. They weren't expecting it to be that busy, and they kept what? saying, you should have been like, here when Jerry Maguire came out. They kept saying that to me. Oh, that and was like the Nightmare Maguire. Day, yeah. the Jerry Maguire Day? And then this happened. That's true, because I don't recall the theaters getting as crazy back then as they do now. I remember, oh, I remember, I recall waiting in line for Jurassic Park, but it wasn't anything nuts. Dude, I worked uh, in Wayne's World the same way. Easter one year, and some movies came out. And people came dressed as the characters on Easter to watch movies. As the Easter bunnies? No, I can't remember. It wasn't a Star Wars, but it was something maybe like a Lord of the Rings type thing or something. I don't know. But they came dressed up. Hmm. And I remember thinking, that's that's too much. But people get into that. They want to dress up like, like uh, elves and shit like that and go see their movie. I think you're steering off the course, and I think it's on purpose, my friend, because you've yet to conclude that you lost that drawing I didn't, competition. I didn't. I told you. Fair I, it's, it's, it's you can't even describe the, the background of the what your drawing It became. was a house. It was a house. He was in what a kind house. of house? I don't remember. See? This was so long I had ago. A, I had dogfighting airships, and I had Titanic sinking. Dogfighting airships? I feel like that got added just now. <laughs> I mean, we could do that. I had a, I had a I flat screen. I, I, there were flat I know. Screens. I believe. I don't know. I, won't, I don't want to say I specifically drew the Red Baron, but it was like World War Two era dogfighting aircraft. Too. What? Yep. Uh, don't you Red Baron me, dude? Pizza. Because he was about to eat it after he hit that big old bomb. <laughs> oh, dude, you lost fair and square. You know, I don't know that I've ever had a drawing competition since then, but I'm glad, once again, you brought that up because my fine Grater's ice cream drawing. Oh, it wasn't. I didn't see that one either. I didn't see that. Oh, I did see that one. It wasn't bad. It was nothing compared to the one girls that was already up there. Well. The Chocolate River. And I, I had one busted ass crayon. It wasn't, it wasn't even a Crayola, dude. I had, dude. I had a Brayola, bro. You chose to use that. And it wasn't, and I had like a nub. 
Well, there always was those like generic ones. That's what they had there, man. They're like, oh, here, draw this here. We have these bootleg Crayolas you can use. You always knew you had the the bootleg ones if it didn't have the sharpener in the back. For sure, and it also wrote like a turd, like you're drawing with a turd. It's it's real messy. Yeah. You can't get a fine point with it. It's real, real fat-like. You remember how cool mechanical pencils were? Uh, I remember being like nine years old and thinking they were cool. Yeah. But like Those in the 35 color, years old. The click top different color pins. Cool. What? You could draw shit in red, blue, green, yellow. Yeah, that was, again, that was exciting. But it's all in perspective, I guess. I guess I just don't find excitement in colored pencils any longer. Oh, no, not now. <laughs> but I'm saying back then. <laughs> well, I still find weird little stuff cool like that. Like the mic here, just the way it looks is cool. That is cool little mic. I don't know. It could mic be, check, mic check. It could be garbage. You know what I mean? I'm not well, saying that it is. I'm just saying it could be. It but could it be. Awesome. I am a garbage can, dude. So it could be. It could be indeed. Uh, so you said, what other know? beefs do you have of other competitions that you've lost? Is oh, it, or is it just this drawing competition? Well, I've won every competition I've ever been in, <laughs> besides the one that was rigged from uh, the beginning. <laughs> when she said she she knew in her head when she said I'll judge it that she, in her head she said I'll judge it because uh, Matt's not gonna win this. She probably didn't say my name, dude. I, I don't dude, know. You're pretending like that girl liked me. I don't think she liked me. That was Benji's neighbor, right? No, she liked you be, as a friend. To uh, I don't think she cares Shabbat, and then you worked with her as well. Well, yeah. I was just the dude that came in and told her, get Josh. That's true. Get Ryan. Get, you know, get all these people, because I was there every single day. <laughs> I'd say get, I'd say get all of them, and then, they, and then she'd go get her, and then when she came, I would tell all of them, you're stupid and I hate you. And then she walked away. I was real mean to that girl for some reason. Yeah, that's strange. It was. was Do you remember me being really, you were really super mean, to mean to her? I was not mean to her, nor was I mean to her friend. But her friend's younger brother, well, hated me. Younger, smaller, little person brother. Well, he, yeah. Here's the thing: little people and elderly women at cash registers fucking hate me. It's um. I don't know what it is. I don't know what I do to them, but whatever it is, it really upsets them. For example, let me tell you a couple stories here. Uh, you may be familiar with the Michigan Walmart experience because Big T was there. Right, the lady. Uh, I was purchasing a, uh, I was being a real mouth breather that day and forgot a bunch of stuff at my house. Going up north to shoot some video footage of some Bigfoot in Michigan. Just kidding, not Bigfoot. <laughs> I was shooting some promotional video for some products. Anyhow, the Michigan Walmart lady did not like what I was doing at all. She told me, uh, fuck off in response to asking me why or no. I was purchasing a tea kettle and some butter and a coffee grinder. And she says to me, I hope you feel better. And I said, oh, no, ma'am. I'm not sick. All of this is for my coffee. And she looked, looked, looked at me, looked at Big T, looked back at me, and said, "Fuck off." And I said, "I, I just left. That's all I could do at that point because I mean, she was about a seventy-seven-year-old leather, like old catcher's <laughs> mitt, leather-faced woman in middle of Michigan, middle of northern Michigan, telling me to, you know, 
to go f bang myself in the parking lot because I was telling I was being honest with her. I, don't, I mean, I mean, it's just stuff. That she can go z bang herself in the back for all I'm concerned. That's the kind of stuff that just happens to you randomly. It does. Uh, elderly woman in San Francisco really did not like what I was doing. Uh, you tell me if I know you're not a big drinker, but you tell me if this is appropriate behavior at a bar. All right. It's a jazz bar, live music. Really, I think possibly the oldest bar in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, I accidentally took K-Swizz to it. He told me it was the, the bar he hated the most in the entire world. I accidentally took him back to it. Nice. In San Francisco, and I said, "I promised you, dude, this is not the bar you're talking about." I honestly thought that I was so drunk that, like, the second time I went back there, <laughs> and he was really upset. He refused to go in there. He said the pool place smelled like BO. I'm like, I love it. It's fantastic. Well, I mean, does any bar smell good? You yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, you cram a bunch of people in there. You're Especially playing a bunch of live music and stuff, and it's not a big bar San either. San Francisco. Yeah. So we're talking probably what. Lube, semen, oh, tons of smells. Dripping on the walls, dude. Dripping off the walls. Sweat. So I order four beers, four four Budweisers, and four shots of, of whiskey. I don't even identify the whiskey, right? Chicor Noir. Yeah. I mean, she. the woman says to me, again, we're dealing with an elderly woman, I'd say about 72 years old. And uh, I want to say kind of beefy, older Italian woman. And she, she angrily pours... Slams the beers on the on the bar, and then pours the whiskey, only to, t- to scream at me and yell forty bucks. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And she reminded me kind of <laughs> of uh, the grandma from Goonies, you know, the the mob grandma from Goonies. Right. This is kind of this must be her sister, and uh, the Fratelli mob. This is the Fratelli mob's sister. There, she was definitely a Fratelli. What? Uh, she screams at me forty bucks, and I I give her forty four dollars, two twenties, and four George Washingtons, and I turn around to hand beers and shots to people. You know, the rest of the garbage can dudes were there. Hosh was there, uh, Sammy D, uh, Sweet D, they were all there and uh, drinking because again, uh, K Swizz was throwing a fit because okay. he didn't want to come in the bar. And I think that was the only crew with us that time. Anyhow, I'm handing out the drinks, turning around, handing them out. And the next thing I know, as I turn around to hand out the drinks, I feel something gently tap me on my cheek like that. And I look around, I'm like, what? As I take my shot of whiskey and drink this, I'm still looking around as I'm drinking my beer, trying to figure out what just hit me. I'm like, did I imagine that? And then the girl at the bar sitting there with her dude, those couple that were sitting there like, she taps me, she goes, it's your money. She wadded it up and threw it at you. And I said, what? <laughs> Grandma Fratelli took my four singles, grabbed, grabbed them in a ball, threw them at me. And when I looked at her, just as this girl tells me that, she says, you keep the money, you cheap ass. And I said, do what? I grabbed, that, I grabbed those dollar bills, dude, and I threw it as hard as I could. Chuck hit her right in the head. I mean, it was probably slightly inappropriate because, again, she was a member of AARP. But the bouncer immediately came over and got super beefy with me. Uh, I explained to him that I was not having his bartender wad up the tip I gave her, throw it at me, and then scream that I'm a cheap ass. Right. 
And I was, I was like, of course I'm going to throw this back at her. I might throw it at you if you keep on coming to me with this attitude. Uh, $4? So, on a 40 I ordered, again, once again, I ordered one round of beers. One, and I just said, I, I just said Budweiser or beers. I made it real plain and simple for the woman. Right. It wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to make it a complex process. I understand that old women in customer service positions already don't like me. They're well, not fans. Well, most of them hate themselves yeah. as well at that point. I go into the situation with an understanding, and uh, I felt like a $4 tip on a $40 bill of just beer and shot of whiskey was appropriate. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, certainly, do you find any excuse for this woman's behavior of wadding up the $4 into a ball, chucking it at the side of the face as I'm handing out drinks to the rest of the garbage can dudes? Um, definitely find a reason for her to do this. <laughs> and, uh... This is the stuff that happens to me. This is my life. Just, yeah, that's it. That's, that's my life. That's just what's supposed to happen to you. That's just my and life. she knows that. She looks at you and she says, that life. She's like, this guy needs something thrown right yeah. at his face. Exactly. Same reason when we pull into parking lots, people do, uh, they go in circles for a minute and a half trying to park. Like the guy <laughs> at the donut shop the one day. Where he like ended up somehow like pulling around and like we had like a Mexican standoff in the park. Yeah, <laughs> and the same reason uh, waitresses take twelve minutes to come and ask us for our drink. Oh, dude! I then, or the one came and asked us, "Did anybody get your drink yet?" And then we said no, and they said, "Oh, well, it's her. She should in a minute," and then walked off. I had a very similar situation unfold at the UDF at the corner of Kellogg and uh, Lonkin. Okay. Uh, last Friday, I go in there, $1.99 fuel. I'm like, I've got to fill, fill up. It's $1.99 fuel. And I walk in, there's about eight people standing in the lobby, two girls making ice cream milkshakes for one big old fat boy. And uh, I said to the girl, I'm like, is there anyone else in back? Can you guys, you know, call somebody? She kind of gives me an attitude and picks up the phone and calls somebody. Dude comes from the back. He's giving them a look like they don't do anything. They continue to not do anything after they make the milkshakes. He's ringing up people on one register. There's a lot of other folks on the other register. I'm one of them. I say to the woman, ma'am, are you going to open up this register? She goes, oh, no, you got to go down there. And I was like, oh, okay. We're doing that, are we? <laughs> Fun times. I'm like, you, uh, you could have told me that seven minutes ago when I walked in here and have been standing there the entire time. And the four people that had formed a line behind me followed me to the other line on the other end of the counter. And then I walked down there and she just, just standing there. And then this little old lady says, you'd figure these people would do their job around here. I said, you would figure that. You'd figure <laughs> this one right here is certainly getting paid to be here. Would fucking ring up some people that are standing in their lobby for 10 minutes. And as soon as I said that, she opens up the other register. <laughs> Yeah, so people are horrible, man. Oh, dude, these girls weren't going to work. And, like, it wasn't a new thing because the dude that they called from the back was already giving them a look like he told them a million times to do work and they haven't done any work, you know? Like, those were the kind of looks that he was giving them. It's because there's, um, there's too many people. And people are having to do jobs that they don't want to do and shouldn't have to, like, shouldn't do. Oh, well, yeah, this girl, I don't want to call it a neck tattoo, more of an ear tattoo. Like, she shouldn't, I mean, if that's what you're saying, I think that she's a prime candidate for that. Right, and that girl loves giving <laughs> blowjobs. 
loves it. Is that what you... Neck tattoos? Get out of here. All day. That's Next all she's doing. ear tattoo? Just all kinds of things in her mouth, around her mouth. So you were going to tell me something earlier. I was going to tell you something? Uh, about the DeLoreans, maybe? Is this before or after you claimed victory in a drawing competition? That occurred 18 years ago. This was way before. <laughs> way before. Don't make me track down Sarah B and have her retest the like judgment anything of... anything she has to say <laughs> would be credible at all. I'd say I'd contact Shabbat, but sadly he's not going to recall any of what we're talking about. Right. And that's... Uh, also not incredible. And unfortunately, R.I.P.D.D. because he's the only other party that could attest to that. So we'll have to go with it. If you're not going to believe Sarah B.'s account is credible and you're not going to believe what I'm telling you, you clearly lost that competition. So I can't help you, bud. So believe the truth. I can't help you, bud. But it was rigged before the pencils hit the paper. <laughs> Sounds like the Olympics. Speaking of, we just got gold medal. In the men's, uh, you say that as if you were participating in this event. We as an American. We as an American. American. America. I was born here. I live here. I've only been away from here one time. My taxpayers' dollars contribute to their training. Is that how you sell it? Uh, well, I mean, I pay taxes, so I do tell police officers, "Hey, I pay your salary," which they enjoy. Which I don't. I don't say. <laughs> they thoroughly enjoy that. You should definitely say that. But it's true. It's not like I'm saying something that's not true if I was to say that. Can I wear this hat? You're more than willing to wear the hat. Nice. But with that kind of hat, you really don't wear it. I feel like it I'm... It wears you. Well, to be fair, I feel like this is more of a Cubano look with the headband I and the... I maybe like a uh, 80s movies, like but like the, the Buddy. Like oh, the buddy. like the shitty Buddy, like from uh, Not Another Teen Movie. Yeah, I was thinking like the... Can I tell you a funny story about that movie? Hit me. So, uh, we watched that movie in Great Falls, Montana. Because okay. it came out circa the summer of 2001. Yeah, that sounds right. Wait, I've already forgot what movie we were talking about. Not another team movie. Not another team movie. With the okay. shitty sidekick dude with the shitty hat and the headband and thing. And the chuck black eye would just bust in and say yeah, hey. something. Hey! There you go. Wasn't that Bud? It w uh, Bud? From the Cosby. I think it looks like Bud, but I've fallen into this trap before. Is it Bud or is it the guy from Psych? Because the guy from Psych is not Bud. He's not Bill Bud, Cosby's no. neighbor. No. Bud. Bud. Is that, uh, what is his name? Kenny? Kenny. I think he's called him Bud. The old Bud. So. Not another teen movie. Okay. Uh, we, have a, we have a theater full of garbage can dudes. At the theater that, not the new theater in town, it was the old theater in town, if you remember the old theater in town next to the mall. Did we ever go to a movie there? Yeah, we tried not to, but that was the only theater showing this movie. It wasn't at the new theater. So we're at that theater, watching Not Another Teen Movie, circa July of 2000 and, we'll call it maybe even August of 2001. Okay. And a, one of the, like, the super douchey character, the guy that's on NCIS Los Angeles, 
the blonde-haired fellow. He plays a character named Austin in the in the film. That's where that guy's from. Didn't he later be? Wasn't he one of the Dumb and Dumber fellows? Yeah. Yeah. So that fellow named Austin and not another teen movie. Super douchey, blonde-haired guy wearing turtleneck sweaters. <laughs> identical. Named Austin. Identical to our Austin. And immediately when that dude popped on screen with his turtleneck sweaters acting all douchey, looking like our Austin, we 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 all completely lost it in the theater to the point where like the other folks in the theater weren't sure what we were losing it about. And when I say losing it, like all you heard was dudes laughing their asses off. <laughs> and then the theater was at a slope, so whereas the bottom of the theater was the lowest point. So all you hear is beer cans and beer bottles rolling down the theater <laughs> because we all lose everything in our laps and pockets and hands because we're all in tears over the fact that our friend Austin is now being like, you know, mimicked on the screen almost. Like, Immortalized. Yeah, dude. It was hilarious. He uh, he was actually in the theater with us and was did not find any of it funny. <laughs> I bet not. That's like, uh, I was at a uh, Cincinnati Reds baseball game. Right. I'm going to say I was maybe uh, 9 or 10 years old. Young enough now to know I shouldn't have been by myself getting a hot dog. Sure. That is, yeah. But That's a good point. at the time, was by myself getting a hot dog. Right. And I remember... Trying to be a milk carton kid. The girls start laughing... And then all awing and ooing at me. The ooh, the all. And then look at me and say, "You look like the little boy from the Cosby Show." Nice. And I think for a minute, and then I remember the only boy that from the Cosby Show the that I could fat white kid. is the little fat white kid that would Bill would give uh, rides on his knee. And he like farting stuff around the house. Yeah, yeah. And well, uh, you remember, had that working for you at least. I remember thinking, even as a young child, like, that kind of hurt. <laughs> that stings, lady. That yeah. stings. Because I, I remember thinking, like, I didn't like her now, for sure. Right. You were grilling her. You like, didn't care about the rest of that baseball game, that was for sure. <laughs> you were salty about it. Oh, super salty. I'm shocked. I couldn't imagine you would be salty about something like that, because it's not like you're salty about an art competition that you lost 18 years ago. Um... I don't see it as losing, seeing <laughs> well, as participating in a rigged event. You may use whatever rationale you need to use. That uh, it could. How do we know that might have been a uh, turning point? Me thinking, hey man, this shit's rigged. I give up already. Dude, I was. All I'm saying is, I'm the Iron Mike of late night drawing competitions of Dave of Double D's. Double D's. I'm the late night. Champion of fondling double D's. <laughs> We're talking about two different double D's, but I like it. I like your style, my friend. I love double D's. I like, you got a Tupac lighter. Nice. I don't know where that came from. I definitely didn't buy it. And I don't even remember just finding it. It just was in my room. So it's Tupac. Did Tupac leave it here? Maybe, when he left with Elvis and Kennedy. Yeah, does he just carry around his own lighters? Is that the thing to well, do? Well, if you see Tupac with a Tupac like lighter, lighter, they're going to be like, well, it's definitely not definitely. Tupac. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's like if it's you were hanging idea. out with Elvis 
and he just was singing Elvis songs, you're not going to be like, that's fucking Elvis. Elvis the singer or Elvis the undercover DEA agent? Because that's yeah, the thing. That's, that's the what thing. you say. I hear that. Didn't they make a movie about that this summer? I, was that a movie? I thought it was a drunk history episode. Oh. No, there was a movie about Elvis. It was like Nixon Elvis or something well, like that. It was when he met uh, Nixon, but I thought it was just about that's, him wanting That's when he to. started. That's yeah. when he started as an undercover agent, apparently. He went to, he apparently, as the story goes, Elvis himself went to Washington, D.C., posted up shop at the Mayflower Hotel right outside the White House and said, called over there, said, hey, this is Elvis. I'm right next door. I'm going to need to talk to Nixon. He didn't I want to fight this war on drugs. Nixon didn't want to, I thought. Oh, that I don't know, but he said, I want to fight this war on drugs. And then Nixon's like, here, buddy, here's a badge, here's a gun. Let's get a photo shot of this. It's one of the most requested items from the National Archives, from my understanding. Really? So what'd they talk about? Uh, that's a fantastic question. I don't know, man. There needs to be some. But I think made. it puts, for me at least, it puts Elvis's last, quote-unquote, last years in a different different perspective. What was he doing all them years? You know what I mean? He's getting fat and bloated. And forgetting the words to a And song. becoming a big drug addict is what the story is. But how does that happen when you're a DEA agent? Well, he wasn't taking drugs illegally. They were all prescribed to him. Sure enough. I got all that. And you got to re- I mean, some people just literally think that's legal to illegal. Is just that's the line. I'm just saying there's more to the story there. There's got to be. Oh, I believe so. I've never even heard about it. And so now, and I still believe it just because I like... I mean, I'm not saying Elvis isn't a witness protection, but you never know. Well, I feel even right as, like, by now he's probably dead. Sure, sure. But, like, here's a good question for you. Like, how many people do you think are in witness protection? And where do these people live? And what do these people do? There's Here's three questions for you, Grizzle, because I lied to you. There's more than one question there. All right, so... I think... You're, I mean, granted, you're not an expert in any of this. No. I've never claimed to be. Right. But I definitely will... I still want your opinion. I mean, give my opinion as yeah. if it's fact. Oh, absolutely. What, what else would you do? But... Uh, you're an American. I, so what I think happens is uh, they're literally just spread around. I don't think... Uh, they're just everywhere. Uh, but then how would you manage that? Well, I don't, I don't think they last that long. I think you it's what literally. Do you, what do you mean they don't last a few so years, and then they're told you're on your own? Yeah, I think it depends on the situation, don't you think? Well, I don't think after so long, people are going to be. It's not going to be a big deal. So we say what seventy seven is when Elvis died. Let's just take that. So let's just go to eighty three. Well, I was going to say let's take a guy we know is in witness protection, the fellow from the Goodfellas movies, and he said, "Fuck it." And he had multiple identities through multiple towns. Right. Same with Sammy the Bull. He got arrested. Sammy the Bull Gravano? Yeah, he got I arrested. I thought he was in the Federal Max in Colorado. He got, first he was in uh, protection. Uh, then he got caught up on drugs or selling, like, dealing drugs. Isn't that what old boy did, too, from Goodfellas? Uh, yeah. Which except I think for, is an interesting story because... Except for he was selling drugs, and that's how he got... That's the mafia was like, we're not going to fuck with you now. And then that's why he said... We're no, right. I'm saying once he was in witness protection, they kicked him out because he got caught selling, dealing ecstasy and something else. Oh, see, that was Sammy the Bull as well. Oh. 
He was selling all kinds. Once a, of once a mobster, all it was a mobster, I guess. That's what I'm saying. You can't. They don't. They take him to places like you can take Arizona. the mobster out of the the mob, but you can't take the mob out of the mobster. Sure. I just think. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's. They're only going to cover them for so long, and then they think people forget. And even if you just take it as celebrities... But what was that fellow's name? Henry Hill? I just feel like Henry he Hill. was in there for a grip, dude. I feel yeah. like the only reason he was out is because he, he did it. He did it to himself. Well, when did it, when did he get caught? That's what I'm saying. When did he get caught? It was the 70s. No. It was, in the, was it? Yeah. No, it was the 80s, because it was that Boston College Point Fix scandal. Oh, that's, that's the reason. Right. That's the reason all that went down. So what was he in jail? So maybe what, 10 well, years? Let's look at how inefficient the FBI is in any of that crime, right? right. They have the largest crime, the Lufthansa heist, that these guys are associated with, and there's, there couldn't be more clueless with. Right. What's that, all, the, uh, all the of airport? It, yeah, it's depicted in the film Goodfellas. All of that. How good, is there not a thing that goes up through it a should pipe be. that cleans it out? It's that, called a pipe cleaner. No, that's just a reusable. Yeah, they make them at the store, you put them in there, it's a pipe cleaner. Well, it's reusable. I've seen it. That because that didn't you work. use it once and then use it again. It's all that's going to do is get resin on my hand. Sorry, go ahead. That's just, but right. I'm just saying, like the whole thing shook out because of the Boston College point fix point uh, shaving scandal, where a college basketball player rolled over on the situation. Had none of that went down, they did not know any of the stuff in Goodfellas went down. Right? Isn't that strange to anybody? It's just strange to me. Hey man, there's some people. Meanwhile, conscious and the conscience, and it gets to him after a little while. And yeah, but wh okay, but wh who? Why would you not get tipped off to any of these crimes beforehand? What are you doing they're investigating good. these things? They're good, man. What do you mean they're good? The mafia. Get out of town, dude. The FBI investigated old boy from you familiar with the film The Big Short. I, I you've said something about it a couple times. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> well, one of the funniest things is, and the guy gives a commencement. I've watched the commencement speech this fella gave. Right. At a college, maybe a few years ago, I think before this movie came out, talking about this incident. Mm -hmm. But basically, he predicted the housing crisis that happened in two thousand and eight. I remember that. And when he, after all was said and done, when he went to the government and said, "Do y'all want to know how I did this? How I figured it out?" Right. Uh, the FBI's investigated him numerous times. The IRS has put put him under all sorts of different probations. I mean, it was crazy. He said he had to spend millions of dollars just to fight it. It was nuts. I mean, granted, the guy made probably fight billions what, of dollars. Though? Fight all the lawsuits that the government brought on him. For what? For finding something out? Exactly. For what? Now, that's a great question because it didn't sound like he knew either after all was said and done about it. I don't see what the lawsuit would be. He figured something I believe out. his name was Michael Berry. That'd and be he, like saying, hey, guys, there's a meteor about to hit the earth. And they'd be like, well, first of all, how dare you? That's exactly what they did. They said, how dare you? Let's investigate you right now. Everything you got, show it to me. Because I guess he had like six different investment funds over time. But he'd closed each one and started a new fund. You know, as he graduated through the Wall Street ranks or the, you know, the investment investment ranks. Okay. Because he was managing a lot of money. We're talking billions of dollars here, I believe. When all was said and done. With what he, his, his fund was worth. But the IRS came apparently came in and investigated every one of those other funds. Hmm. And the FBI started investigating him, and he said, it, 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 "Again, in the commencement speech, he speaks to the tune of whatever, how much he had to spend and in which to fight this." It's an interesting story. They touch base on it in the big short, and they give you the rundown. 
spoiler alert, if anyone didn't understand that film, uh, yeah. I just don't, like, I feel like if you can figure out something like that's going to happen. Who? Me? Anyone. Oh. Couldn't you figure out, like, lottery? Couldn't you figure out, like, investments? I don't think so, because I don't think what he, well, he did figure out investments. That's what the dude did. Like, he wasn't, this dude didn't have a degree in economics or business. He was a medical doctor who just figured out he was good at investments and then started doing that. <coughs> He's a medical doctor with one eye, and he figured out the housing crisis. You tell me medical doctors with two eyes can't figure it out? And they're seeing the same amount of stuff. We got two eyes. Du- they're seeing double the amount of stuff. We got two eyes, dude. feel like because it's called the big short for some reason they should have to give martin short money it's ridiculous so every time someone eats bacon they got to send kevin bacon royalties he wishes right but they say bacon in the in like a title of a book or movie like from bacon right like if they see if that was like a some type of weird (laughs) song that yeah some type of super weird jangle. They'd, they'd be like, man, here, here's your five cents, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and then he says, just keep it all in, a, in one thing until it gets to be a bunch of money. And then didn't didn't he get uh, ripped off by Bernie Madoff? She just had nickels everywhere. Didn't he uh, lose all of his money in the Madoff scandal? Uh, did he get ripped off? Then a bunch of people got. Yeah, ripped isn't off. it funny that a fan? When I say funny, I mean completely ironic that a man with the name of Madoff made off with a bunch of folks' money. It is. It is ridiculous, right? It's. I mean, it's just as ridiculous as Kevin Bacon eating some bacon. Or Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner. Kevin showing his wiener to everybody. Can you imagine that? That's it, funny, though. That's funny. The the Weiner bacon's. I mean, who hasn't heard? Of a story where someone showed someone a wiener that you did. I mean, it's they're always good. I'm gonna go with pass, but so they're always. Pl- I mean, I, it's just not my style. This is not my style. I don't want to see it. I don't. No, if you, no one wants to see a wiener. That's why it's funny. No I don't think he was doing it out of humor, though. Was it? Girls don't want to see wieners. Was Anthony Weiner doing it out of humor? Was it? A, it wasn't a joke for him, was it? I think he was just sending it to someone. I think right? it was just like, hey, ladies, check yeah. this out. Hey, girls. Reminds me of my 10th, 10th grade math teacher. I will say, though, <laughs> if he's sending pictures of it. Now, I never saw the picture, but I feel like if he's sending, if he was sending pictures of it, he was proud of what he had, at least, right? He might have right. been working with something. Might have been, yes. And it was just ironic that his name is Wiener. Did our 10th grade math teacher flash you? Should I feel offended that I didn't get flashed by a serial flasher? Is that wait? Um, someone flashed me. I wasn't my tenth grade math teacher went to jail, I believe, for flashing women over there on on the on the road over there on Beachman. Oh, that's right. The one uh, chick's husband. Yeah. What's up with people to where they'll? But be should like... I be offended that a serial flasher didn't flash me? Is that something to be offended about? No. Well, that'd be like saying you'd be like offended if, like, a uh, dude didn't hit on you, but you knew he was gay. 
It's not the same thing because you're a serial flasher. I just don't understand how you have the impulse not to flash everybody just, at that you're point. You're into what you're into, man. I'm not judging here. I don't, but like, who are you, like, what are you into flashing? Like, how how does a serial flasher control himself? I mean, when you hear flasher, don't you so. automatically just think of dude in a trench coat with no clothes I assume on. that's what he was operating with, but I'm not positive. Like New Balance. If he's if he's a wise flasher, he's gonna have a good good pair of sneakers to get away in. Sure, some Adidas, you know, something nice. Yeah, and you just open your coat up. You probably get some type of little. Say, look at this! Look Man, at this! Yeah, a, a bunch of hip action. <laughs> you want to get stuff flipping and flopping around for sure. Or why are you doing it? Yeah, dude, it's like uh, you, that's why you dangle uh, little things in front of a fish that, that flop flop around. Yeah. It just distracts attention. That's so we figured it out. He's, he's looking for something to just grasp on. And then he closes the coat around it, and then he's out of there. <laughs> His coat is like some type I forgot of... I was wearing, I forgot I was wearing this hat. He's a fly trap. Oh, shoot. See, I think, like, what would draw somebody to want to go flash people? Oh, dude, I don't know. I don't get that. Is that a mental thing? Is that, it something it has that could be. be like done to them? It, it, I think it's the same thing that was we were speaking about earlier, uh, off, uh, quote unquote, off the record, just because we were downstairs. Okay. Uh, we were speaking to the effect that the, the, the mental illness of the fellow that banged horses in Washington State. I was telling you about. Right, right. The fellow banged a horse, went to prison for banging that horse. Knew that there was a security camera watching that horse because, again, he was sent to prison for the act. However, the moment he left prison, he went immediately back there to bang that horse. And I was trying to explain to Grizzle that this is a mental illness with folks. I don't think you can control this. Sometimes you just gotta get banged a horse. Is getting wanting to get banged by a horse a mental illness? It's got to be, right? Well, he identified himself as a horse. Oh, not that. I can't do that. I'm not, I won't even have a conversation about tell, someone telling me that they identify as an animal. No, I don't either, but it's... <laughs> it's uh, it, that's, that stuff's completely ridiculous, the animal stuff. But, no, I don't know if... I, I don't think you would have to automatically say someone is crazy or something wrong with them because of that. And, I mean, come on. So, he... He leaves prison knowing that he's going to repeat the act that got him to prison. Knowing that there's a video camera, they're going to record it. Hey. <laughs> you don't you call know, it I'm saying, you, yeah, Before you go to prison, you, you have <laughs> some, some real good booty. Right? Oh, man. You serve your time. And you know, if I go back and have that booty, I'm gonna, I might end up here again. Might. You, but it's it was a guarantee. The, it was the best. It's, it, clearly, it must have been the best and for that he's guy. Thinking, I just did. How he's not thinking anything anymore. You. He's dead. He I goes mean, back to. He goes back to get some more of it. And this time, I think literally. I think. Actually, I think I actually tears him up. <laughs> yeah, literally. I I think that that falls along the same lines as uh, a serial flasher. No way. I don't think that's no, the same. No. Not the same mental illness? I would think, I would say like a I mean, because we are both doctors here, so clearly we should, we know what we're talking about. I mean, yeah, don't, don't, don't <laughs> listen to any of it, for sure. But, 
I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I don't even know if there, I would say there's something wrong. It might have just been... Would you a, say there's something right? Cry for hell. I don't know. It depends on... <laughs> shit. I've never done, done it. Shit. Yeah, I've never done it. <laughs> nor, nor, <laughs> nor do I intend to. No, I, I, I can't say that yet, but I, I'm not planning on it. So, <laughs> planning I'm on definitely it. not planning on doing that. Doing horse stuff. No, not horse stuff. <laughs> not the the flashing. That's not the flashing. Not horse stuff. God. <laughs> oh yeah, man, I would, would not be planning that. Definitely would not do the horse stuff. No planning, no unplanning. Wouldn't catch me by surprise. <laughs> like surprise. It's horse surprise. stuff. Yeah, we found you fucking bent over and found this horse. Fucking pranks. Oh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, I got into a fake prank war with uh, with one bird. Oh, nice. And so he would just Which do he's not very normal. creative with pranks, I'm sure. Oh, dude, I just literally one day looked at him and I said, what's that? And he didn't say nothing. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I got you, bud. I got you. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, all right, bud, I got you. Don't think I won't get you back. Don't <laughs> right. think I won't get you back. And, like, he throws, lay like a day later, he throws his fork into the sink over here when I was doing some dishes. And it, like, splashed a little bit. And I said, oh, the old, the old splash water on a shirt, Frank. <laughs> Got me. I said, you're going to get yours, bud. And he started getting all weird. <coughs> oh, I don't know why I'm, I'm not a coughing soon. Get some water. But I, Go ahead. So, like, he started to keep getting all weird. And would say stuff to me from time to time about, hey man, seriously, let's not prank each other. Right. Because he said, I feel like it's going to get out of control. I said, oh. Well, you know it's going to get out of control. And I would always just egg it on by saying, oh, so you want to do the old uh, prank somebody and then not get the prank back trick, huh? (laughs) Oldest prank in the book, bud. Don't think so. You want me to leave my... No, the old 86 Skidoo you're trying yeah. to run on me here, Bert. Yeah, my defense is down, and you flop over with some. Just wake up with a damn uh, a pube beard or something crazy. It definitely sounds like Bert was trying to hucklebuck you. So I kept messing with him and saying stuff. I one time accidentally tagged him. Oh, that did not go over well because he's a... Very dramatic individual. Oh, dude, you would have thought I, uh, well, you thought I hit him in the nuts. You thought I killed him. Because I did. But, because <laughs> I blasted his nuts. <coughs> but I also saw this dude, we're tossing a ball in the house. Mm-hmm. Three adults, it's not something to wear. You know, we, we understand it's not the best thing to do. Right. Tossing it. Uh, Big T yells out, speed round. So what would that mean to you? Speed round. The ball's going to be coming all at you and real hot. Uh, me and Kurt did not take it that way. We took it as hot potato speed round. Get rid of it real quick. <laughs> so I know. To- I clearly know Big T too well, though. Right. So he, oh, hot potatoes, it's me. I hot potato it to top, uh, Big T. He then, like, uh, full wind-up. Randy Johnson. Nomo. <laughs> Randy Johnson. Yeah, Randy Johnson wind up and just throws this ball hard <laughs> as he can. 
Because structurally speaking, that's the closest Major League Baseball pitcher I can right. I can reference. Well, Andy closest was, to big well, team. he was setting down. Randy Johnson and was he like six ten. Yeah, he was setting down. <laughs> that was the only way he could do it. He was setting down this chair, unwind <laughs> up, and there was no like move move my hands to try to catch it. Wow. He didn't like uh, uh, try to knock it down, move his body or like it's just his head. And took it right in the face. Nice. Crazy hard. I lost it laughing. Couldn't breathe. Oh, Stay yeah. Hurt, face hurt. Uh, because you know he's going to lose it about that. Oh, he did lose it. And he says, he goes, He first he just waves it off. <laughs> he does this double hand wave in front of his face and says, <laughs> I'm out. Right. Or, That's it. I'm out. I feel like it did try to hit me on purpose. To which uh, Big T says, I definitely tried to hit you on purpose. I said speed round. <laughs> I don't know what that means. To where we both said we took it as hot potato. He said no. I, he said I made hot, hot round. Yeah, like I'm going to throw this as hard as I can. Right. Bust him in the face. Pretty pretty funny. I don't think Bert understands who he's dealing with in a prank war, first of all. He didn't, under, he didn't understand his opponent. Well, when you definitely under you definitely underestimated your abilities in the prank war. And the funny thing was, I never <clears throat> ever was going to prank the kid. That's that is the ultimate prank, though. Right, and he was losing his like I would be doing something in a different room, and he'd be like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And I'd be like, "Hey, what's happening?" And he'd be like, "But for real, let's not do this prank thing." Right. Because I feel like next thing you know, like. Tires. Oh, he was nervous. You know, he was nervous about it. I said, "Oh, we're going." I, I said, "I didn't even know oh, we were taking rolls, it that huh? far." Prison I said, rolls. "Now you better look out for your own safety." <laughs> he slept with one eye right? open that night. I said, "You might go to." In his uh, pajamas. I wanted, You know what I really wanted to do was the way he had his bed made was you couldn't see it. Oh, like okay. You couldn't the fort. Yeah, you could. Well, you couldn't see the. The, and it wasn't even like a, a bed frame. It was like um, just like a, uh, a cardboard like box, a, like a cot with a thin piece of memory foam type thing. Just, you can just tell me it's burp right? style. And uh, then the blanket wrapped. He had a sheet for like a full size bed, but he wrapped it completely around all of it and the legs. First of all, I love that we're criticizing Bert's like his whole sleeping arrangement. <laughs> we got it's fantastic. Continue. So, because he did that, I wanted to take that sheet off, set up cardboard boxes nice. in the shape of his bed. Oh, dude, that'd be perfect. So, when he went to, like, set or lay on it real quick, yeah. he just busted his yeah. shit open. That'd be hilarious. But there was a huge mirror on the wall. He'd I cry about he'd, it. He'd crack it. It'd fall. It'd shatter. We had you face broke cuts. his ankle. Yeah. Oh, my ankle, I can't make it. And it wasn't his ankle, I don't believe that. You remember the day I punched his foot a couple times? Oh, my gosh, he talked about it for three weeks. Hell, yeah, I remember it. I can't do it, man. It's Josh, everybody's hitting my ankle and shit. We're like, uh, he says, I was looking at it. He barely hit you. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. My ankle still hurts. <laughs> Dude, get out of here. Dude, Bert's awesome. I like the guy, but he's uh, he's a character. He's a character in and of himself. He's, he is. He is something. <laughs> he is something. The, uh, uh <coughs> that's awesome. 
Yeah, but uh, I don't think he understands the, the prank situations that uh, you've you've endeavored in your past. Right. One of which we delved into, I believe, in Operation GCD Pod Number One, if you recall, founding father mound boners and their founding fathers. Yes. We were discussing the prank we pulled on the Lizard King. Oh my gosh. Do you remember why we pulled that prank on him? I don't remember why. So let me let me describe this for the for any of the folks of the interwebs that are listening to this conversation and and for your edification as well, Grizzle. And you can find if you don't know, you can find out the full story on the first post as well. Well, we did. I don't think we discussed the actual details. Oh, okay. We just quickly referenced it, I believe. So I'd like to discuss the details and, and describe to you what I recall. If you recall, uh, you you think you were home asleep. Hosh and I were out with Mountain Matt. Okay. And uh, maybe maybe Fat was there also. Mm. And we called for a ride because we were all pretty GCD'd out that evening. Okay. We were at the Flaming Ho over there on 10th Avenue. And we had said... Uh, we called the house, no one answered. And then the Lizard King answers. We're like, wait, dude, you don't live there. Can you come pick us up? He's like, oh, no, I'm sleeping. We're like, no, dude, you're in our house sleeping. Can you can you come pick us up? And he's just like, oh, no. And then he's like, hung up the phone. And I was like, oh, no, not happening. Hosh wanted to kill him. I had to talk him out of it. As if you recall, there's a few pictures. I think he was still sleeping. We took a few photos with an axe oh, yeah, yeah. near his head. I think you were sleeping. We got a few photos with an axe near your head as well. Nice. I just didn't even hear nothing. <laughs> I, didn't Isn't, hear nothing. I think it's creepy that we take 2 a.m. photos with axes near people's heads. I understand. I moved past it. Uh, <laughs> we wake him up and tell him he's got to go, if you recall. Right. And uh, I don't know that he immediately left, but I think I feel like he left. I don't recall necessarily. But the next night we were, we were beefed over it. Still the next day, and into the next evening, we were. We, I had to go to work the next day. The rest of the guys we all had to go to work the next day. So we were, you know, we just we we weren't in party mode at all. Right. <clears throat> you and I were sitting on the couch watching TV at like twelve thirty in the morning in the living room. Right. And we were like. Flipping through channels, it was the end of the Sally Jesse Raphael show, and it said, "You know, which to should be, show how long ago that was." Yeah, to be on the yeah. This is <clears throat> this is circa October of two thousand. So it's a very cold, boring night in Great Falls, Montana. Yeah, twelve thirty in the morning. I have to be go guard nuclear missiles in a few hours. Uh, so I'm not, I can't go in there drunk. That's probably the only reason why I'm not drinking this night. And the uh, the Sally Jesse Raphael show comes on and it says for, you know, to be a guest on Sally Jesse Raphael, you know, this is the next show we're having or something like that. And it said, do you, are you in love with the stripper? Or do do you, are you afraid to tell your spouse or loved ones about this? And I was like, that's a strange topic. <laughs> Which is, yeah, so weird. <laughs> like, yeah, random topic. So, and they said, please call this number. And you and I, like, had, like, a moment of epiphany because we, like, look at the TV, look at each other, look at the TV. We're like, yes, we should do this. <laughs> and we call, we call the phone, we call the phone number for Sally Jesse Raphael and start saying, uh, 
Oh, hello, this is, uh, Tim, hey, this is, uh, Tim, blah, 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 I'm in love with a stripper, and, uh, I'm afraid to tell my girlfriend about it. <laughs> we made a real, just a real dumb voice, but we told him that, you know, we were the Lizard King, and that we, we, uh, said that, uh, that's what we were in love with, I'm in love with a stripper, and I'm afraid to tell my girlfriend about it, and the stripper's a man. Yeah, and then oh I hand gosh. and then I hand the phone and I go on to say as a male stripper and I'm like uh, yada 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 here's my phone number I gave him his phone number to his dorm room on base and then I hand the phone to you and then you add a few more pretty you know pretty livid details pretty yeah. some hot details to the message I believe you gotta let him know it's real I believe your exact statement was I love dick. Right, and they were uh, they were digging it. They were super digging it, dude. They uh, so that was so that we'll assume Sally Jesse Raphael, folks. No, that was we called California, so that would have been eleven thirty ish California time, and we're talking seven hours later. They're calling old boy's phone number and his dorm room on base. He just happened to be arming up to go get some guns to go guard some missiles. And he goes back, to, happens to go back to his room and hears a, a voicemail. Because this is before, this is, he didn't have a cell phone. He just had. Very rare. Home phone and a voicemail. And the voicemail. Maybe from, a pager. Oh, if you, yeah, maybe. Especially there. Cell phones in Montana in 2000. The year 2000 just weren't a thing. Payphones were still a thing. Yeah. They were heavy. I remember calling from payphones at the uh, mall slash Indian casino. Oh, I remember sitting on Central Avenue in my spare time and then calling from my cell phone to the, the payphones forward and behind me <laughs> and wait until people would just like come up to the phone and finally answer it and then hang up where I'd, <laughs> yeah, I'd mess with them. You know what I mean? That's that was... Awesome. You never did that with us? Sammy I D didn't. was Sammy D was a big fan of that game. Nice. Uh anyhow, the Sally Jesse Raphael show left him a message. They wanted him on their program immediately. <laughs> he receives the message. I'm on the same team with him. Hours later our boss comes to visit our team. He is Attempting to describe to our... I've already heard the story seven times <laughs> by this point. I'm just attempting by all, all stretches of the imagination to keep my mouth shut. Even though I've already told Zane about it. He was our team leader. <laughs> right. You remember Zane? Mm -hmm. I'd already told him about it, so he knew. And I'm like, God, oh, but you can't tell him. You cannot tell him. And our boss comes <laughs> out, and he's like telling our boss. And our boss, he had no interest in the story whatsoever. <laughs> Very serious man. He, uh, he, the Lizard King attempts to describe the situation. He Columboed in, of course, knowing him. Right. You understand this, of course, but the folks of the interwebs don't know that he would immediately Columbo the situation. And he discovered that someone broke into his dorm room, ate a Snickers bar from his fridge, <laughs> threw the Snickers bar wrapper in the trash can, then called the Sally Jessa Raphael show from his phone left them a message they called him back and left him a message first of all i don't know why someone had to physically break in to do any of that because right. we didn't and we did it right you <laughs> but, can use a phone anywhere to yeah phone. but that was the situation he had broken down columbo style 
And I, it, it was hilarious, dude. I literally, I'm, I remember I'm standing in the middle of, Mon, of like, you know, central Montana. There's, you know, just tumbleweeds everywhere, you know? Trying, you know, in some, like, some wood line, you know, right. like 40 yards away. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to go over there and take a break for a little bit. <laughs> this is too much for me. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I couldn't believe they called back. Uh, well, I can. You said I love Dick at the end of the message. So. Which would seem like it would immediately be like, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, we thought that meant it was a joke. They thought it meant like, game on. We no, got they were like, contestant. this fucking dude loves Dick. <laughs> we got to get him on the show. Because that was what makes a good show. Well, we, we sold it to him. It was a dude in love with a male stripper who was afraid to tell his girlfriend about it. So we did. We did effectively sell them a good product. Oh yeah. They would want that individual on their show. None of it was true, mind you. <laughs> that we know of. Well, I mean, I can't. Yeah, I mean, may or may not be true. I, I guess. I don't think the guy was married, but <laughs> a couple times I was, I was pretty sure he was definitely wanting some dick. <laughs> not for me, but definitely wanting some. We. I can't confirm nor deny any of these for details. Man on man massage without any uh, uh, currency payment. That <laughs> that did uh, during occur. During a party, I tried to block that during out. During a get together, I tried to block that out. You can't That's have an, that. It was an unfortunate occurrence. I do agree with Grizzle. It was in the middle of a party. There shouldn't be. And and the the closed room happened to be the room that which everyone at the party would traditionally go through the window to get on the roof. It's roof time. And that night, the individual of that room closed off roof access. So yeah, because he was bald deep in a man on man <laughs> massage. Getting it done. Jeez. Dude, they were getting after it, I heard. Boy. That's the story. It's a little... It was a story it. of a uh, little dude-on-dude dude massage action. Some, some candles and some Inya. Is that how you pictured it? And some Inya. I thought it was... <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't miss those guys. Well, the one was not there all too long, and when he was, even when he when he lived there, he was gone a lot because he hated everyone. He hated everyone it, he, and, it, right? He hated I would say he. I I feel like I was probably complicit in that in him hating me, but Couldn't he. Tell he, you the time but, he hung out. But he hated everybody, right? Seemed like that. Okay. He was nice to me. He gave me his weird uh, no cheese pizza all the time. Right. Let me have slices because that dude ordered a pizza from Pizza Hut like seven times a week. Oh, I was yeah, at least daily. Like, what's happening? Dude, he's more pizza than And I'm like, hey, know. bro, we got a freezer full of free meat because Slosh is banging the meat lady. <laughs> oh, we got a block of cheese. It <laughs> was a government-sized block of cheese. Block of cheese. Block of cheese. Do you remember, do you remember the fellow that lived on the park bench? I do. We, we called him unofficially the mayor of, of Great Falls. Dude, that place had a lot of... Uh, he wore the goggles, goggle man. He had the... No arms. We had... Ooh. No, no I'm not saying that guy. No, this, guy this guy had arms, but we created like a super... He was like a superhero. Mm. Sammy D and I created a superhero out of the man. Because it was goggle man, because he had the goggles and stuff he'd always wear. Compl I mean, wildly inappropriate to... He's making trash disappear, or at least your aluminum cans. So I would say wildly inappropriate some of the things people would do that, man, because he'd sleep on the benches around town, and you'd always hear people like, hey, I went up and pissed on him last night. I'm like, really, dude? Called for it. Yeah, I mean, you don't ride by and yell like, hey, goggle, man. Like, that's appropriate. 
but maybe that's why he was Goggle Man. <laughs> it had happened, and he said, not ever again will I get some of that in my eyes. I never thought of that, dude, but that's a good point, because I definitely heard multiple stories of people pissing on that guy. Yeah, he woke up like, not my first rodeo, motherfuckers. Got these goggles on. Uh, that's awesome. I love them photos that Sammy D dug up during his moving process where we're on Sammy Sammy D's day out for his birthday. The only reason I think it's his birthday is because we're standing near a movie poster named MVP. Right. The Matt starring, Le- yeah, the Matt starring, LeBlanc. Well, starring a monkey co-starring Matt LeBlanc. Right. Uh, I mean... And that came out the week of his birthday, so that year or so. Right. Which was, time could be right on. I just... I, and I don't remember seeing that movie. movie. No, we definitely did not see thank, it. Thank God. I, I have no recollection of seeing that. It doesn't look like a movie I would watch. Well, I refuse to see any movie where there's an animal and a person in it that's in it. In Ooh, it. I was going to say, I refuse to see any movie with Matt LeBlanc. See, I don't mind Matt LeBlanc as much. Name uh, name, name one. A movie? I liked Lost in Space. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I liked it. Oh, man. I liked it. Oh, man. I, I liked it the second time around when it was Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I liked Lost in Space. It was cool. Um, but And that actually does star Zoe Saldana. It does. She's a good actress. She is. I like her. She's got uh, skills. Um, skills? Skills. Acting oh, I thought you said she does Skittles. I thought maybe she did a Skittles commercial or something. Maybe. She had to get her start somewhere, right? Unless she was out there that... <laughs> I don't, way too much. I don't know what's going blah, on. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Unless, blah, blah, blah. Unless was, well, she was a she was a kid actor, I believe. She was a child actor as well. Did she get diddled? I mean, she's a child actor. That's like saying right. someone was a Nazi, and then you go into they do the Nazi stuff. Well, they were fucking Nazis. <laughs> they were Nazis, of course. Yeah. Of course, she got diddled. <laughs> I love I love talking about Nazi stuff. I mean, is it weird? It's like you look back then, and you and I don't know if it's just because you know how bad people are now, like from the, that time, right? But you have to say it's none of it was a surprise, right? That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't understand the context necessarily, but I've I've uh, I've done enough Nazi Hitler research to see like how did y'all not see this coming, like. What? <laughs> At no point in time were they like, we should do these very sane and reasonable things. Right. We should do it in a reasonable manner. We should do it while I'm not screaming at you. That's not what went on. It was very insane, unreasonable activities coming at you, very hot, very loud. And like, up until people like hated the guy, it was literally like loving the dude, loving the dude, like saying how smart he was and like... Giving him Man of the Year, what was that? In like, in some point in the thirties, um, Hitler did. Hitler did what? Hitler was Man of the Year. For who? Time Man of the Year. No. I swear to you, and like, Stop I it. swear to you. He gave Henry Ford the highest honor from he the did. Nazis. He was uh, Man of the did Year. Did you know that? That's crazy. Well, didn't when he had something to do with them? Was supposedly like conspiracy theory wise. Oh well, I mean, Hitler bought a lot of Ford stuff. <laughs> Right. That's what you're saying. Time Hitler Man of the Year. Let's see what year this Stop was. Stop it, dude. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you, bro. That's what's real. How did I miss this in my Hitler? 1938. How did I miss this in my Hitler stuff? I guess I wasn't unfocused on situations like that. 
Excuse me. Who lower? You lower. Stop it, dude. So, right, 38. Man of the year, bro. When did he invade Austria? Dude, he was doing way crazy stuff before 38, though. Right? I mean, come on. I've read some of it. Dude, his uh, Mein Kampf was before 38. Did you ever read that? What year did he walk in? He did, I mean, how big of a... I mean, he probably didn't write I it. It was probably ghost-written. You know that's I mean, the second... He still claimed it was his. That's the second best-selling book in the history of the world. Yeah, I've read it. Like, it's the Bible and then Mein Kampf. And it sold, you know... He wrote that before he was man of the year. Like, who in their right mind can read that book and say, this fella's sane? Yeah, I mean, shit. I mean, he doesn't go too over the top in it with any specific views, but, I mean, that I recall, maybe he did. I don't know. I've read too much Hitler stuff to, to remember where the, the crazy stuff comes from, necessarily. A lot of the crazy, a lot of the real Aryan stuff came from some really fundamental concepts of uh, theosophy and something else. Some of those other ancient, like, little societies, you know what I mean? Well, it was a real big thing at the time. This woman's writings of uh, Madame Blavatsky, she was like a spiritualist. Oh, he was very into the supernatural shit. Yeah, he, and, he and he was all, and he took all of her stuff, and like that's what, like her, she would use, she used the symbols of, of Hinduism, which was, if I'm not mistaken, the the star would the star of David, and then inside of it is the is the uh, what is known as the swastika. Right. But that's an ancient Hindu symbol. It and the swastika it is, it's, at an angle. It's canted differently, right. And then the one is just up. Straight. But it's still the same symbol. It's the exact same symbol. And people mistake right. it for it every day. For example, Creepster, who we hung out with at the pool today. We all had our kids at the pool. Our buddy, the Creepster. His, uh, his daughter uh, and our sons, we all had a pretty wild day. Um, I was about to say his son. I'm like, he doesn't have a son. He's got a daughter. <laughs> uh... He ran into a Hindu dude running a gas station on his on his routes, and he was unaware of that. He called me. He goes, "Dude, did you know this?" And I and he started to explain to him. Yeah, I said, "Yeah, dude, that's an ancient Hindu symbol." He's like, "Yeah, that's what this guy said. He's Hindu." And I was like, "Yeah." I'm like, "The Nazis just they took that symbol and ran with it, man." I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, people don't understand it, but and he was wanting to get all those weird. Uh, any of the artifacts that you would, uh, almost like the stuff that you would see in like Indiana Jones. Right. Like my, I, don't, I think it was probably. Oh, they were all in Antarctica, dude. And they were doing all of sorts stuff. of crazy stuff. Were you from? Still today, maybe. Boom, boom, boom. Dude, uh, folks think the Nazis just ended at the end of the war. That's not what happened. In fact, a lot of them went to South America. Uh, no thanks to the Vatican. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Well, there was a lot of Nazis here. That's what people don't like to talk about. Like, oh. Watch The Man in the High Castle. You watch, watch it. it. I've watched it. I'm not saying people that are running around here openly being Nazis. I'm just saying, like, Nazi supporters or sympathizers. They may not have been openly Nazi-ing Nazi people. Can you Nazi someone? Is that a thing? 
Can you, is I that think an actual because one? Because uh, of them being like actually shitty. Like I think if it's like you can say you can Nazi you've someone. You've been like you've been Nazi. Right, but I don't think you can be like you've been you've been Jewed. Ooh, yeah, you yeah. can't drop a hard J. Yeah. But you you've been Nazied. There was a lot of not like Which again, is weird though, right? I Henry mean, Ford. Real. That's weird. That's weird that you can't because it's like well, if you're saying it mean about someone that's mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, then you're good. You know, but yeah. But then you look at it. Like Mussolini, what would you? What could you do that one? You isn't that an Italian dish? Mussolini, uh, I don't know. That was like the shrimp. Yeah, didn't they like string him up and cut his junk off? They like killed all those people and him and his wife. And I mean, he got hung him in the street so everybody could look at him. He got stuff. rowdy. I I wasn't there, allegedly, but it got rowdy. You know who was there? The time traveler fellow. The time traveler guy was there. <laughs> he was three. Right. He was shitting his pants yeah. on Mussolini's corpse. He said, we got a mission for you. He said, Dada, they were like, we'll take it. And he sent him out. <laughs> now he's running for president. He's not the only jack wagon running for president now. Which, like, we're the stupid ones. Because he's not going to run if he's not going to win. Because he, he already knows. He already knows. He's, he's already won. Dan Rather from another dimension, Kenneth Burroughs, told him that he did. Don't, you don't want to mention that. That guy might track you down. I wish... Right? Because that story very it intrigued me that you told me. So what, say that. Say that story. What's again. the frequency, so, Cannon? Yeah, because that's very... I think that's cool. I, I, never heard I, that. I could completely... Uh, I could completely jack it up, but I'll, 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 if I remember correctly... major if I, rem- if I remember correctly... This is down, crazy person, time travel. If I remember correctly, circa the year 1984, not the dystopian... Futuristic novel, but the year 1984. Good year. Good year? It was a good year, 80. Tires? I was four. Ooh. I was a... Uh, I was three. I, I was could have E-Man. been time traveling. He-Man for according, Halloween. According to you. Um, I don't remember what I was saying. 1984. That's right, it was. Time traveling. Time traveling kids in diapers. <laughs> 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 so we got 1984. Yep. Uh, Good year. <laughs> crazy person. Crazy person decides. Oh yeah. Okay. He's, he's about Dan to- Rather, the newsman who uh, was walking down the streets of Manhattan, decided uh, somebody decided, oh, I'm gonna go beat that fella. And some and dude. Not because he completely lied about the JFK video. No, no. It, which would have been a legitimate reason to beat him, I believe. I still might. Have you, Dan him. Rather? Uh, the, uh, <laughs> right in his mouth twice. Papal. The, uh, dude beat Dan rather apparently pretty serious. And old Danny boy went down to the, the police station, filed a report to a little sketch artist. Years later, an individual matching that description shoots an NBC employee outside the NBC studios in Manhattan claim. I believe if I'm not mistaken, claiming to be from some sort of, Alter, alternate timeline or universe. Kind of like 12 Monkeys style, but like Which before 12 Monkeys. Like in prison and sent back in time or from a different timeline. And apparently Dan Rather was involved in their operation and he needed to get the frequency for something. And that's why he was yelling, what's the frequency, Kenneth, when he was beating Dan Rather. I wonder why he thought he had to beat Allegedly. him. Allegedly. Uh, because he wasn't giving him the frequency. 
So did that mean there was a conversation that Dan Rather did not talk about? Hey, man. Hey. I, I don't know if Dan Rather is his real name. He said, hey, let me get that frequency, <laughs> Kenneth. And he was like, hey, man, you can't just come up to me on the street. I'm going to guess like on an overall percentage, uh, I'd say somewhere around 80% of what I just said was probably accurate. What is? He definitely got beat. Someone was screaming, what's the frequency, Kenneth? I believe the fellow was involved in a murder. I honestly believe I wrote a letter to him when he was in New York prison back in 2001 asking him about okay. this story. I don't believe I got a response. Um, so so if we're saying there's there's multiple timelines. Oh, I'm not saying that, but continue. In this guy's head. Right. Or story, in his real story, who knows. Right. I'm, I'm completely for alternate timelines. Slider style type of thing. Do you know who created that theory? Who's that? The father of uh, a rock and roll artist. Robert Robert Maplethorn. Robert uh, Thorn Maple. Oh, that that was not him. No, uh, his name was Hugh Everett, and his son is the lead singer for the band The Eels. Never heard of him. Sure, you have. Don't you dare. And let me Tell help me. you out with that. Pa-pow, pa-pow. What's your song? Oh, you've heard their song. What is it? I've never heard of their, the Eels. Oh, you've heard of the Eels. Maybe their song is more popular than them. Mm. That's possible. Mm. I think that's possible. Mm. It's kind of like Natalie and Brulia. Who? Exactly. But if I said Torn, you'd be like, I love that song. What? I'm already torn. <laughs> I gotta hear this song. But I do not know <laughs> it. I do not know it. Um, I don't know the name of the song. <laughs> what were we just talking about? You the were eels. I know the eels, but I don't know the name of the song. It's like you're goddamn right. It's a beautiful day. Uh huh. That's the one no, I can think of. Never heard it. Then they got Novocaine for the soul. What what year was this band around? Early two thousands. Oh, I definitely haven't heard of them then. But the old boy's dad came up with that multi multi universe theory in the sixties. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, again, the maybe lead... he didn't come up with it. Maybe he discovered it. Flux capacitor style. No, I don't think we need to. I think there's just going to be wormholes in our world, in every world to the other world. The only wormhole uh, of worlds that you can't get to is going to be uh, the world prime. Are you wormhole me, bro? Which is the, the main center of everything. That if you were to stop that main center, it's called Mister E's beautiful balloons. Never heard it. Oh, dude, it's a pretty solid jam. But I like his dad. I definitely like his dad, then. But I don't. I think that you can stop all from happening. I mean, Superman could probably do that. No, it just takes um. Being able to get to like uh, like universe prime. I don't know where you're going with this. So we'll have like so we have multiple layered timelines, mm-hmm. and each timeline is all the exact same type of people. Just you would be different in every one. Okay, I'm fine with all of Maybe this. Maybe you would be the same in a couple. Who knows? You know what I mean? But there's going to be other use. So if like you went 
we're able to find one of the wormholes to be able to go to other timelines. And I think of it almost like warp style from Mario Brothers. I don't think from boop, like... Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I don't think there's like a wormhole to every other timeline on each timeline. Do you have to like get in like the sewer duct to go no, into the I other wormhole? Like you're walking. Do I do I have to dodge like the flying goose things with the you're shell? You're gonna start to feel pressure, and then you're gonna just be in a different in a different timeline, and you'll be you'll be able to tell, because I think some of the places will be like the year two thousand. You know, right now two thousand and sixteen would only be as um, had progressed maybe up to like the fifties. But why do you need wormholes for this? That's how you would be able to, the only way you could get two timelines to each timeline. But you can only get to one or two timelines but, from each timeline. So say to get to one, to be able to get to one timeline, you'd have to go through four other timelines, wormholes, to finally get to that one. Tell me if this is a timeline situation then. Okay. Because this is, I see where you're going with that, but I've pondered timelines differently. Okay. And it's more, for me, it's more every, like, everything you do, um, you, on a, you're on a different trajectory. You're on a different timeline. It's literally like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Right. To the point where, like, each decision you make sends you on a different trajectory than the other decisions in the book. I'm not saying you live in a choose-your-own-adventure book, but what I'm saying is, like, that's, for me, is the timelines where you're different. You know the multiple multiple universes that, that could exist. Right, and I think is that every every decision you make is every you have infinity available to you. But I don't. So think you can make an infinite different amount of different right. choices. I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree with what you're saying in a way of, but each one of the timelines is already played out. So it's not like one timeline will skew off mass different ways. What do you What do you mean it's played out? I'm saying so. It's like. This timeline where the person decides to do this, 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 and this uh -huh. um, is played out that way. Well, this one where they decide to do this, that, 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 and that is played out this way. It's oh. not every one where it just branches off. It's always like each, every way that you could do something is already played out. Okay. And hit different timelines with different use, but it's not something, and I think it's at different times. So like say you're... You know, in one timeline, you're going to be 30, 35 years old. Well, in, you know, you take a wormhole, a wormhole to two timelines, so you'll have to go through one timeline, go to another timeline, fall through a wormhole to a, which would be uh, your fourth timeline, mm -hmm. right? Because you started out on one, passed mm -hmm. through two, get to your fourth timeline. Now you might only be 17 in that timeline. Not you as when you get there, but the you of that timeline. Question. With all these wormholes that you're throwing at me right mm -hmm. now, it's a lot of wormholes. I'm trying to trying to dodge a couple of them. Right. Uh, is Stephen Hawking involved in this situation? Like, is he in these? Because if places? he's anywhere near these wormholes, I want nothing to do with it, Johnny. No, I mean he he probably mm -hmm. knows about them. I he mean, scares me more than little people. He probably knows about the wormholes. He 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 pushes in those buttons in the computer. The computer tells us about the wormholes all the time. Right. That's the thing with wormholes. Uh, the longer someone out of the wormhole stays there, is that what a wormhole does to people? Is that what you're telling me is what happened to him? Yeah. 
He got wormholed. Well, he can go back. You've, through, you've been wormholed. He can go. You if you go back through um, different wormholes to different timelines, it messes with your body. Here's the thing. I'm completely fine with my timeline, and uh, I would like to remain wormhole free, which is fine. But you and timeline seventeen, or you and timeline twenty three thousand, might not be good with their timeline, and they might come. Looking to they you better not. on your timeline for some help. They better it not. Might have to come through a few timelines to get to you, if not thousands of timelines to get to you. That could fuck up those timelines. And if one of those timelines happens to fuck up timeline prime, everything stops. Well, I'll tell you what, if that happens, I will just challenge timeline 23 of myself. To an a, uh, art competition, and I will completely dominate him, just like I dominated you 18 years ago. What do you got to say about that? Well, see, here's what would happen. You, the me on that timeline, would like get a feeling that something was up and search out this uh, this uh, contest, this drawing competition. Right. And let everyone know that it's bogus. So you're saying if you had a DeLorean, that's the point in time you would go to? Oh, no. I know where I'd go. Where? I'd go back to the 50s. The 50s? I want to slap a bitch so hard and get away with it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I do want to go to the 50s, though. Everybody always says they want me to go to the... They think I want to go to the 50s because I'm... I want to hit girls and stuff. But I, I mean, yeah. You want to slick back your hair? Just kind of go, hey, no, what did you, you say to me? Wouldn't it be cool to live in a time not. where you come home from work, your, your dinner's I gotta ready. take a leak while I'm just sing a song while I'm out. Alright. <laughs> you get home, you, your dinner's ready, you don't have to worry about it, you know your clothes are gonna be washed, and you sit down, you have a nice uh, dinner with your family, you watch some TV, listen to the radio, go outside, smoke a cigar, go inside, take a shower, you know, kid goes to sleep. You maybe go out back and light up a little, little one hitter. Come back inside, have sex with your wife. She knows not to talk to you afterwards because it's not acceptable. You know, and then you go to sleep. You wake up. You do it all over again. I wish I would one day work, wake up in a world that is like that. Seems sure so much better that way. Fairly certain, from what I heard, at least, you described, like, the movie The Stepford Wives or something. What's wrong with that? What were they, did they kill <laughs> hey, someone? Did they start killing people? If you're into that, I mean, that's fine. No killing, you know, and I'm just going to put it out there, and it sounds weird because you're getting an older guy, a hand job every once in a while is not out of the question. Whoa. I don't think people are going to turn those down. You talking That's, about a daycare? Hand them out. No daycares. No, I didn't say nothing about a daycare. No, <laughs> no, no daycare hand jobs. <laughs> Unless it's between consensual workers. Whoa, the, that's, in even the that's inappropriate. In the bathroom away from people. <laughs> even that's inappropriate. You know, hey. There's so much semen on those walls, you can't do that. Ooh. I'm just saying, I think it should be don't all right. Don't take your kids to a daycare. That's all I'm saying. Right, because... It's going to be hand jobs given out in the bathrooms. <laughs> I'm glad this conversation has deteriorated to daycare hand jobs. I'm just saying, I think that, I mean, who, like I said, you come home from work, 
Your dinner's ready. Your clothes will be washed. You, you know, you tell your kid, good job, you did good. If you have a shitty kid, you say, come on, Bro, you're up. describing Leave it to Beaver around me. Right. You go, your kid goes to bed, you go smoke a cigar or maybe a little, put a little some weed. some cognac. A little weed in it, you know. Yeah, some cognac. A little cognac. <laughs> you know, your wife tries to talk during TV, you give her that look. She knows better. You know, <laughs> know better. <laughs> and then you go have a little sex with her. She, like I said, she doesn't talk to you afterwards. Cause also Sleeping she, separate twin beds. Well, I don't want to go that far. I want to, I still want to be together and I don't want to, like, I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I'm not trying to smack no one. I'm just trying to, you know, or hey, I'll stay home. Let the lady go work. I will cook dinner. I will, I will give her all the paint jobs outside of, or inside of daycares. I don't uh, care. Oh God. Oh God. Is that what you call it when you give it to a girl a hand job? Oh, that's finger, a good question. Finger job? I just call it hand stuff. It like makes it easier that way. Like mm. hand stuff. All right. Mouth stuff. All right. Okay. Butt stuff. I, mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, if you're into that. Sure. I guess. I used to not think I was into butt stuff. Then I did butt stuff and realized I'm into butt stuff. <laughs> it's usually how you discover you're into things. Like, but oh, usually, pretty awesome. But usually the. The, the, the girls that I, I do butt stuff with afterwards, I'm like, you're fucking sick of me. Get away from me. You can't believe you let me do that. You're disgusting. Yeah, like, I can't even let you... Like, you're disgusting. Let someone how do dare, that How you. dare you? And, like, if I've done it to you, you yeah. you've probably let someone else do butt stuff to you, fucking take a hike now. Take a hike. And then I find someone else new to do butt stuff with. But you can't just go around only doing butt stuff. That's weird. Clearly. Because that would just get you... Nowhere in life. Right. Yeah, you can't be an only butt stuff. Thing. Especially if you're kicking them out the next day. Right. But like, you've done your time, now get out there the door. That's why I'm a big fan of the hotel room. Where if you want, you could you could end it with a, I've got to run to my car real quick. Right, right. I'll be, you, I'll be right back. I swear to you. Sometimes you got to lose a book back. Do a little dance out the door after these messages. Nope. Grizzle, be right back. Just tell hey, you need to go take a shower because I just did some very dirty stuff to you. To your butt. To your butt. <laughs> to your mouth. I can't believe you let me do that. In, in that butt. order, so. Go wash that girl with some turpentine and possibly some margarine. And then, you know, I'll never see you again, and you should think about what you did, and I don't know, maybe reconsider uh, your life decisions. <laughs> you, just, you just, like, leave that on a note? Right. And then leave it on the dresser for her. With a tip. Two dollar yeah. tip. Oh, I was gonna say like fifty cents. Oh well. I mean I was leaving the tip not for her, for the person who had to clean the room. Cause it was gonna be jacked. <laughs> There's stuff everywhere. Oh man. That's good shit. Literally. Luckily never had that problem. Ooh. So that's fair cool. enough. Cause that's what turned me off at first. Cause you automatically Oh, please tell me. Butt stuff you think. <laughs> You think Very messy. It's gonna be doo doo. It's gonna be so much doo doo all and up like on the walls. And like that's the misconception. Like, there's not just doo doo waiting right at the butthole to come out. Sure, there is. It's not just it's knocking on the door. Just yeah, it's not just sitting right there. <laughs> just like, waiting to leak out. Yeah. And uh, I mean, unless I'm thinking the ones that I've had a pleasure of <laughs> ruining, right. um, like they anticipated butt stuff because I feel like they were extra clean. There. Because you look okay. at like, oh, okay. 
Because, I mean, like, I've seen some stuff online where I'm like, oh, my Lord. Right, right. Okay. Why okay. is it that color? If, she, like, I don't get, there's too much of a contrast between Something doesn't look color right here. Something doesn't look right here. To cheek. Sure. Okay. Right? But then there's some where you're like, oh, it's like, you just, if you, I, I wish you could see me, you just rub on it a little bit <laughs> with, with your thumb. Why is it the thumb, the butthole one? You're asking the wrong fella. Because it is. Understood. It's the, you just, oh, 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 and they'll let you know real quick. It's the, uh, the it's the up. balloon nut finger. Yeah, isn't it? you you rub on you rub on it a little bit, and then if like the if the clinch up and almost like trap your thumb, mm -hmm. then you know it's probably not a good idea. It's, that's a that's a big no. If they don't like. say anything at that point, you know it's just like you're like you can find on. other objects <laughs> right. to put in there. I mean, what else can I yeah. put in here? <laughs> and just ask them as as you're doing it. That's I, not a problem. Uh, Apparently, other things that can be put in there, a Snickers bar. Oh, jeez. My understanding. Butthole, huh? Yeah. The, and, uh, but what's in that? I think that's This not occurred to, uh, apparently, this is how a few fellas that in the uh, Someone ate it. unit that I was assigned to, they introduced a young female into the unit via a Snicker in the butthole. What? Are you telling me hey, our American soldiers are getting Snickers ate out of their fucking buttholes right that, now? That night that was happening, that's how it was going down. Because for years, because this was like a year and a half later when I showed up, and they're calling this broad Snickers. So I'm like, uh, what happened? Right. You're first like, of all, get, yeah. First of all, knowing it's a name like that without some wild story, so please tell Snickers, me. Skittles, yeah. blow pop. Yeah. How you get how you get the nickname? How are people openly calling this girl Snickers? Right. That's that's where the situation had had gotten. Name Unfortunately, those are the wild times on the, on the wild streets of uh, Wright Patterson Air Force Base. Who's just right? Oh my god! East gosh. side of Dayton. Dayton, Ohio. Home of crack. Home, birthplace of crack. Is was this a multi? I think it was a king size. From my understanding, it was a king size. Was it a multi-person thing? Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. And it was the getting eight? I didn't get the intimate details. Did they make her eat it? Somebody ate it. Somebody ate it. Because if she ate it, I feel like that's like the chicken eating an egg thing, right? Well, here's the thing. The story grows so much. Like, there was probably a Snickers bar involved. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. For example, one of our friends, whom I... Joined the Air Force with a man, a fellow by the name of Wolfie. Uh oh. He was infamously known throughout the Air Force military police community for a short period at least for making the quote unquote porno tape during uh, air base defense training, nice. where they ship you off to these tents to go live in, in the in the sticks, and uh, there's like a week you get in the dorms, and for some reason there was some incident where some dude busted in on Wolfie. Having sex with some young woman, and apparently he he didn't stop. He's like he didn't care that this guy busted in the room with a camera. He's like I'm just gonna keep going. I can uh, test to that from uh, <laughs> right earlier days right? with that guy. Yeah, he's not he's not shy. He's he not shy about it. Hey, he uh, I was I will notice you. Yeah, he he'll might, look at you. He might, he might nod. Yeah, he, he might even he might give you a thumbs up. Right. <laughs> Hopefully not the one he was just tickling that two hole with. <laughs> oh dude, 
And uh, that uh, obviously a lot of he almost got thrown out for that actually. Nice. Um, Which is ridiculous. And I think that's what they why they didn't throw him out. Right. And he, uh, but obviously there was a legend that continued to grow. And I heard it years later. I mean, that's that, that I was there. It's my friend. It didn't, that didn't make sense. You the know legend. what I mean? Like, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. It gets it's like a game of telephone. Oh, dude, yeah. So, I mean, while I admit there was probably a Snickers bar involved, it may not have been a king size, who knows. Uh, but this girl was definitely nicknamed Snickers. Let's hope for her so, sake it wasn't <laughs> bug size. And get lost inside you. Or the, or the, uh, the little tiny squares. Ooh. <laughs> it's like a little plug. Yikes. Yeah, the little, like the Halloween little right. tiny ones. Right. <laughs> Jeez. And with that, the worst part is if you're eating it. Or shaped like a pumpkin because I'm not sure how that would go in for yeah. that matter. They make them, by Ooh. the way. If you're, if you're eating that out of a butthole, you might not know if you've got anything on there if you're using chocolate. I mean, it is dookie colored. <sighs> Me, myself, I'm not an edible off of a person anything. No. I, mean, I don't why like would you? to, I don't want to sprinkle nothing on you, pour nothing God, on no. you, lick nothing off of you. I don't want to do none of that. They make because, plates for that, right? Right, because what if, you know, I, I lick some syrup off you, I, I just defile you, and I never want to see you again. A day or two later, I go to eat a pancake and realize I can never <laughs> mess with syrup again. Yeah, I'm done with pancakes. Yeah, because I lick syrup off your fucking left butt cheek after I, you know, who knows? Who knows what else I did to you? I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to say pass. I can't do that either, man. I can't do the edible eating stuff off nope. people. I couldn't do it. Now, not going to do it. I say that unless there's like, Someone that I would consider that I, you know, I there's no way I'd ever be able to get with, and if they were like, like I, who would I say? Like who's some? Let's say uh, uh, 2005 Alyssa Milano came to me and said, I want you to lick fucking chocolate syrup off my body. I'd say, well, first of all, if we're gonna throw a 2005 Alyssa Milano in this scenario, let's not end the chocolate syrup. Let's make it a seven course meal off of her. Right, cause, I mean, she was bad. <laughs> We knew she was going to be bad when she was like just, 10. That, well, I mean, I'm not going to go that far. I'm also well, not. I I'm, was 10 then, so I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I might have been younger. She's than considerably that. older than you are, though. I was saying, I might have been younger. I don't know. Not, <laughs> she might have been a time traveler. <laughs> she wasn't three, so that's clearly didn't happen. She was, she was 10 way in the future. Came back. It's 10. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just saying, I'd poison the shit. I don't. I, I, mm. <laughs> I can't. I can't comment on that other than saying we should probably uh, we should probably call this call this a close here. What do you think, bud? It was good. It was a good one. I had a good time. We'll uh, end on a seven course, two thousand and five Alyssa Milano meal. It's like it's Grizzle like says I would ask done as my final meal. Like if they did that in a prison, they don't do that anymore. That's what I heard. That's ridiculous. Cause. I heard somewhere somebody asked for like a fruit that only grew in some place for like you know they're gonna three do that. months like, of the year. Like, oh, I'm gonna fucking tell these guys I want this. Yeah. When they're like, no. Nah. Like somebody said they had a, a famous person that got killed. His last meal was like a, some pancakes. Oh, okay. It was the uh, founder of IHOP, I believe. Jared? On oh, no, that subway. Yep. And he just, he just has been ramming some other... Well, some other footlongs. Boy. <laughs> Jeez, that guy. 
The uh, who the fuck it? Uh, probably anybody knew him, from my understanding. He was just known to be. He was like the guy. porno rental fella at Indiana University while he was a fat fuck living above a subway. And then that subway apparently closed, and he ate all of his meals there, so he had to start walking to a subway. But he was That's still he was still the fat fuck porno rental guy in the dorm. So do you think Subway went to him one day and said, "Hey man, we're gonna we're gonna help you lose a bunch of weight." And say it was because you ate our Subway turkey sandwiches with balsamic vinegar. And uh, we'll overlook that you like to diddle a little bit. Oh, not only that, his partner in diddling was also a horse fucker. So maybe you had So we're bringing it back full circle. We got another, we got a unconnected horse fucker in the mix. That's also a diddler. That is an also confirmed diddler as well. So that's kind of saying what double you were diddler, saying earlier is it, it double horse fucker. I I think it could be. Which leads me. I'm to not a scientist. Go ahead. I do have papers and say because of that you can connect a horse fucker to a kid diddler. If you're gonna murder someone, that's a girl. Well, I mean, if you're a guy and you want to fuck a dude before you murder him, dude, do it. Uh, I no no. I'm not buying into this. And I you tried to sell this to me before. And I can't do it. But, you know, that's just how I feel. Well, that's it. That's the show here, folks. So the next time you're out on the town, visiting your local watering holes, or perhaps just meandering around, and you hear the unmistakable sounds of metal clanking, and you spot signs of a disturbance, then check your six. Look in that garbage can, because you never can tell. The GCDs may be loose in your town.